with the time. I'm waiting on you. Ma'am, why are you why are you on the phone? It's on silent. It don't matter. You're still on your phone. Uh, but you're acting like a light skin today, and it's really getting fresh. You've been on the phone. You've been on your phone since you walked in the door. Matter of fact, you was on the phone and didn't realize you was on the phone. See what I mean? Now I have to take this call. See what I mean? No. Hello. Ashley does not care about us. Ivy. I just want to point this out. She thinks we're peasants. This is her being heard. This is this is just a tip of the iceberg. When she actually becomes famous for anything, best believe this is how she's gonna act, and it's gonna be a million times worse. Yeah. Because apparently we're not important to her. We're not. We're just we're just peasants. So just so you know, guys, if you ever meet Ashley, no, she don't care about y'all. Matter of fact, she thinks she Anita Baker. She thinks she Anita Baker. And I'm really frustrated by it. She ain't even this important yet. Like, no, at all. And no, I know. I just, it's crazy. I can't believe her. She's going to diss us like this. It's cool. I see it. I'll bring her down. I'll peg her. So, we're going to do. I'll never let her let this down. I just want to point this out. This is what she would call nigga shit. So, I'm just going to, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 I'm keeping all that, by the way. That's the point. Okay. I'm so. keeping all that. See what I mean? I, she about to tell me some shit, and I'm be annoyed. I'm about to be annoyed. I'm annoyed. Because no, I, don't, no. I don't think you understand how stuff works in the industry. Like, stuff always happens last minute, can change on the fly, and you have to be able to, like, kind of navigate towards it. So... The shoot that was originally scheduled for 10 a.m. this morning that got pushed back yesterday to 2 p.m. this morning has now been postponed because one of the other people now can't make it. Even So, yeah. So you don't have an ride out anymore? No, I don't have to ride out. And now I have to also text Cecily because, yeah. <laughs> so, um... I'm going to have to take another five uh, I am so sick of shenanigans because I have to call and tell her. I'm sick of you people. Make okay. sure you tell her that I am annoyed right now so she knows that I am annoyed yeah, at you. We can put her on speaker since she's actually been a guest on here before. You know, because... Make sure you inform her. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So she don't incriminate herself. Uh, right. Hey, girl. Hey, um, so I just got off the phone with Ivy and she said that um, yeah, because she asked me what will we do in this situation in regards to photo shoot. Are you airing this part out because I can't. part of Negro shenanigans. I can't. Okay. <laughs> this cool legit started recording. Well, he started recording but then I got a phone call in the middle of us recording mm-hmm. but we haven't technically started the podcast yet. But basically she asked me because Jeanette wouldn't be able to make it writing class at three so she asked me if we want to postpone it until there was you know more girls and stuff like that and i was saying well because jeanette kind of was the one who brought me into this and then etc etc i would rather her be there so the photo shoot's been postponed okay so yeah so i guess when i'm done being around this negro i'll just come to you i'm just this negro now 
really? You referred to me as a light skin. Well, you are a light skin, though. I am, but you. I said you were acting light skin. Is what I said. I specifically, my words, my words exactly was Ashley thinks we're peasant. She. Oh, she being bougie right now at brunch. Hey, don't call you my go- friend bougie. She is bougie, okay, but we I'll know that though. I'll talk to you in a second. I'm bougie because I'm at brunch and I'm drinking mimosas. Thank- he does. Yes, it you too. are. He you does just, it too. She literally just contradicted herself. No, in the but sentence. he literally does it too. So don't. I make my mimosas at home. I got glasses for uh, everything. Oh, uh, look at him. He's bougie because he makes his mimosas at <laughs> I didn't home. Say that. Oh, oh. Okay. I'll, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you in a minute. All right. Bye. Bye. Actually, you know, you can keep this in. So. Oh, no, all this is staying. I wouldn't be tweeting it. See, this is, people don't understand. This is the type of stuff that happens in the industry. It's a whole bunch of last-minute shenanigans that take place that could be beyond out of my control. You know what so I realized? You have to learn how to navigate. You know what I realized? Navigate. Ashley is going to be a name-dropping motherfucker when she become famous. How? If she's on this podcast, she's going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. I was just on the set with so-and-so and just ran along. Oh, Get off my damn face. I'm, I'm like, oh, pick that up. Pick that name up you just dropped. She gonna be that person. I can tell uh, now. No, because if I'm tell. under contract, no. No, 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 no. For certain productions, nah. no. You, you might, you may, yo, you may not necessarily. Yeah, I mean, afterwards, uh, I might bro, do it yeah. at like five or ten years later. No, like, but you oh, might yeah, specifically say. I did that movie say, with Denzel. Yeah, like, yeah, ah, I remember nah, that. Like, nah, yeah, whatever. Or, oh, I was on set with Robert Downey Jr. And we and know you making a movie. Ain't, gonna, ain't like it's an NDA. Ain't like it's a Marvel film or some shit like that. <laughs> Where you got to hide and yell when we film in this movie. So what? Uh-huh. Just, all right. Well, now that this nigga is done. <laughs> We can actually officially start this podcast. Man. And before we start this podcast, I just want to let everybody know that the theme for today's podcast is Ding. Gang banging. Gang banging. <laughs> Wasting your time. Sipping that wine. Smoking that smoke. Using that dough. <laughs> Please tell me that's the song you're about to play. Hell no, I'm not playing Why? That. I'm not playing that. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, then go ahead and play the, the intro for oh, today. Please. Even though it won't be gang banging. Shallow dark. Run closed off. Where were you? Yeah. Tell me. It just sounds dope. Who sings it again? Childish Major. It's called Shallow Dimes. Shallow Dimes. It's a dope song. Yeah, I'm about to look it up. All right. All right. All right, niggas. 
All right, motherfuckers. We it, we early. All right. This is usually earlier than usual. This is early as shit. Yeah. But I've been up to six, so I guess it don't matter. What? I don't know why. What? <laughs> watching more NWO? No, movies? no. I no. I do, I fell asleep. So my plan was I had a paper to write, so I was going to do it last oh, night. Oh yeah, I forgot college. My right. class ends today, and then my another class starts tomorrow. Oh. So I was like, all right. Well, what class? My last. Well, this was marking, and my next one is an operations class or some shit. I don't remember. Okay. After this, I'm done. I ain't got shit else about electives left. And like my first elective is like a photography class or some shit. I don't know. Oh. Whatever the case may be. All I know is, why are you fishing around in there where there's a whole blunt road in there? Yeah, yeah, I was just looking. She is such a freaking wee head. She no, looking I'm in not. the ashtray full of loose butts. No, I did not. Because I think <laughs> you obviously need to clean it out because it's like it ain't got that ash in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh. Whatever the case may be. So look, I fell asleep because I was like, you know what? I'm going to start writing this paper. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to start writing the paper. And I was like, you know what? I don't feel like writing this paper right now anyway. It's called Shallow I'm, What again? Shallow Dimes. Dimes, okay. So, all right, fuck it. So I'm just going to chill and sit on my couch, fell asleep, woke up at like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. So I don't go get in the bed. Get in the bed, woke up at 6.30. So, mm-hmm. yeah, been up several since. So there's that. Yeah. Um, All right. So I'm going to properly introduce this fucking podcast. Mm-hmm. So I am Will K. The King. This is the Down With The King podcast, episode number 51. 51, um, as you can hear 50, from her multiple Negro shenanigans since she's been here, 50, 50. that we are joined by Ashley K A Y. Yes, because right. she's annoying. <laughs> and you're annoying, sir. But hey, it is what shrug. It is, right. So he doesn't understand my lifestyle. I don't really so. care about your lifestyle. Yeah, but yeah, like, you, but you the do. funny thing about this is Ashley thinks I know nobody who's famous, which is the funniest shit in the world. Yeah, we know. You knew you met Jay Z. No, I'm not talking yes, about. I'm yes. talking about friends of mine who are actually in the industry. Okay, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know all my industry for one. Well, no, I'm talking about friends, people you but, don't know that I know who are in the industry, whether yeah. it's music or okay. other things. Well, yeah, that, because you've been you, around the block. I know your. So I'm saying about, then, so. my point is, you said like I don't know your lifestyle when I know all of these things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he still tries to give me hell. I give you hell because you're my fucking sister and I can do that. I know. Yeah, That's my job course. as a uh, brother. Duh. Well, make sure your job is too to also have my back when niggas come for me. I don't really like you that much. Uh, see, yeah, yeah. I do have your back when people come for you. What are you talking about? Uh, if I see it, uh, if uh, I don't know about it, it should do me. Yeah, uh, uh, right. Of course, I trust my sisters to be in the hand of their own. Oh, yeah. They of don't course. need me. I handle my own shit. They don't need joke. me. Okay. But I'm also going to point it out when you're wrong. Yeah, of course, you, you always do. Of course, I put my idea to everybody. It's, it's called yeah, Lessons Learned. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so who, who points you out, Jones? Yeah, Jones will tell me what I'm wrong. Oh, okay. all my, Great my, job, Jones. Jones Stay tell me, on him. All my friends will. My friends will tell me I'm wrong. My dad tells me when I'm wrong. Good shit. I appreciate people that are direct with me because I also know I'm hard-headed. And I have a very strong personality. you hard-headed? I've been hard-headed all my life. Oh. That but I'm a, I've been stubborn all my life. That's not oh, new. I inherited well, from my yeah, father. That, that's clear. That's a trait that I inherited is, from my is, father. That is very clear. State. I am very stubborn. I'm very aware of that. I have never. I am very comfortable with who I am because I'm aware of who I am. I'm not one of the people that does. No, I'm very comfortable with my skin because I know who I am, and I don't deny it. I know who my what my faults are. I know what my my good traits are. I know what my traits are that are challenging for people. I'm very understanding. So I understand that I'm a very hard person to deal with if you're not if you don't have a very strong personality. If you have a weak personality, you're not going to be able to deal with me, and I'm very aware of that. 
<laughs> yeah. I just know that. I just know. Which is why I avoid dealing with people with weak personalities if I can. I just I, don't, I mean, I, I wouldn't call it weak personalities. Well, I'll say this. People who are not dominant, who are people who are very submissive. I'll say that. Because, I, for example, I know there are a lot of men, and this is getting off no tangent, but a lot of men who like submissive women, for example. I don't really want, because all the women I was raised around or by are very strong-willed, very, very straightforward, headstrong women. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see myself not dating a woman like that. I couldn't date a woman who can't take a joke for one. Cause my parents joke with each other all the damn time. They used to crack jokes on each other. I mean, to yeah, every laughter day. is like, so. like just simple stuff. Like I've had, I've had women who I could say the little, the silliest shit, and you know how I joke. And they were, oh my god, why you say that? I'm like, it wasn't even that serious. I'm confused. And so it's just, you know, and look, I, I can't, you know, everything is up to interpretation or whatever the case may be, but I just don't, I just don't, I, I try to avoid women who can't, or people in general who can't necessarily deal with, because you also know how my friends are. If you can't, because if you can't deal with me, you damn sure ain't going to be able to deal with my friends. Because mm-hmm. them niggas worse than me, especially when they all together. Oh. Yeah, and you, she's knocking mics over now. <laughs> she really that. thinks she Hollywood. What? What the I, I hell? Did not do that on purpose. Oh my gosh, I she don't care about none of our shit. On purpose. Y'all, oh my who god. Is y'all? Who is y'all? The audience. All of the us. The audience doesn't. You don't care. care about us. The audience does not listen As a to people. you. They do. Not really. That's the audience, and that's why they only here. come for me. That's a bold face, love. Yeah, no, no, they only. You're like I, oh, I have we, stats. I can track the audience, the episode. Okay, so what? <laughs> uh huh. Right, and they all say. All right. We all right, nigga. Hey, what's up? First of all, Ashley, how are you doing despite your Negro shenanigans at the beginning of this podcast? Um, it's been an interesting week. Uh, I think most of it is because of PMS. If people don't understand what PMS means, um, it basically... What do you mean, sisters? <laughs> Not Terry Reynolds and Jackie. <laughs> that's, a wrestling, um, that's a wrestling reference. If you I didn't need you to tell understand. everybody that. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. some people probably don't know. They're like, what? What do you mean, pretty mean sisters? But no, uh, of you course. I care? I flow that time of the month, you know, and so, of course, I, I've kind of sort of been in an emotional bind, um, but also just like um, trying to write, also trying to memorize because, I mean, as for now, um, I have a filming schedule coming up for a web series that I'm a part of, and... Yeah, so it's like I'm slowly getting Weird back flex, into but okay. the groove. I'm slowly getting back into the groove of what I was doing before COVID. So, praise the Lord. Yeah, how are how have you been? Even though you've already kind of sort of done I'm that. I'm fine. I mean, I... There are things I can't talk about here because... I got it. People yeah. at work would hear it and then it would be bad. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Just, okay, we'll talk about just it. Just say after. this. I, like I said, I think I said this a few weeks ago. There are days, it don't happen very often, but there are days where I question why I ever chose to be in leadership or management. And I, and it doesn't happen that often, but every once in a while, it may happen every couple of few years. It's very rare that it happens in like, in like succession. Usually it happens once and it may not happen again for a while. In time. But the last few weeks, man, yeah, I wonder about people's, some people just don't want to work, is what I realized. People just don't want to work, and they've just used COVID as an excuse for them not to work. Oh, like, I, like culture do? And people in general, I, people just, I feel like, well, not, because what he said was wrong, like, 
No, I, he was trash. He was tripped. He well, he's the way he said it was wrong. Yeah, I truly but believe. I but if you did. have the opportunity, like I, I, I'll say this: if there's truly a risk, I totally understand people not taking a risk. But some of the people, what I, what I don't have, what I have an issue with this. There are people who don't want to go to work themselves, but then are upset when things that they want enjoy doing mm-hmm. are closed. And I'm like, but you want you don't want to go. You want your job to close. You don't want to have to go to work yourself. But then when there's something you're interested in, you love doing, and you can't do it because they're closed, now you're upset. Yeah. You can't pick both sides of that argument because if they're closed for the same reason you're trying to get your job to close, then what the fuck? Like, you can't be mad about that. That don't make sense to me. So it just so at that point it speaks to me that you don't care about people's health. You just care about you not having to go to work and being lazy. That's really what that boils down to. I mean, but even if so we were to go different. back into lockdown again, they're not going to collect the extra six hundred like. They well, that's another thing. A lot of people don't realize that that shit's gone. So they're going to be making more of what they were making at work for sitting at home. And even work. supposedly, if we do get a second round, everybody's not going to qualify for it because apparently, with this second round of stimulus, if you make over forty thousand dollars, you don't qualify. Yeah, I don't so, know. I mean, but well, who knows? So, aside from that, everything's fine. So, guess we gotta address the elephant in the room. <laughs> so, yeah. this last few weeks has been interesting. Mm-hmm. So, it started with Mr. August Elsina. August or Og. El- no, that nigga's, I will never in life call Og. that nigga Og. That is a stupid nickname. I, it's just I will have short. To say niggas Og. just shorten shit Og. all the time. It don't sound That nigga good. is August Alcina. I, I called AKA him Elasia when he first big, came out. AKA, um, like, he's just side boy. Side boy. Si- side piece. He's side boy. So, whatever the case may be, Mr. August did an interview with Angela Um Yee. Now, let's be clear this interview was a promotion for his album. We're going to put that out there first. <laughs> this was a part of his rollout for his album. Mm-hmm. And during the interview, she asked him about his relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith. There have been rumors for years that there has been, uh, first of all, there have been rumors about the, uh, Will and Jada's relationship and how it's open and blah, 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 this, blah, 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 whatever. And so there's also been ru- rumors for the last few years that her and August had some type of relationship more than just friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, so... He, you know, he explained it because it was a couple times where he had made an Instagram post about her for her birthday or something. It was like, okay, that's a little, little more than just a happy birthday, Negro. And then he had made a song and he had kind of referenced some stuff that people assumed was about her a few years ago as well. So there's been rumors about this before. Mm-hmm. So August goes on his interview and he's answering questions for Angela Yee. And he proceeds to explain how, what their relationship was and says that once they went, him and her and Will um, established that they were more of a life partnership and not a marriage or something to that effect is the words, he choices he chose. Mm-hmm. He said that we, we started a relationship and I fell in love with her. And, um, you know, I put all of my all into this relationship and this and that and... Well. Whatever the case may be, is that just saying using his term out using his terminology? Um, and so he 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 put he he was fully invested, and she was still married technically. So yeah. With that being said, of course it didn't end the way he planned it, and he said the reason he was saying something now is because he felt like this is tied to amb- the ambiguity of the situation and them not really talking about it 
affected his career negatively is what he basically said. And so that's the reason why he was talking about it now. Mm-hmm. However, so with that being said, of course, everybody and their mama lost their mind. Oh, my God. See, we knew it. We knew it. Where Jada and Will there? They had to say something now. Jada need to bring herself to the red table. Blah, 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 this. Blah, 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 that. Blah, 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 blah. So everybody was clamoring for it. Mm-hmm. Jada finally announced on Twitter, I'm going to bring myself. Some healing is needed. Bringing myself to the red table. And on Thursday, on Friday, yep. Friday, July 10th, she did just that. Along with Along her, with her husband, Will. Life partner. No. She, See, they describe themselves as what? Husband and wife. That, that, the life, life partners. He, uh, they've used days of year, but the reality is they're still married. Yeah, so, they uh, are. They are. So, Will was there as well, because, of course, he has some connection to this entire situation, too. And so... Jada proceeded to explain what happened. She stated that about, say, four and a half years ago is when August came to them, basically needing his life to be fixed. He was in a really bad way, um, emotionally, physically, and he was going through some stuff, and he just needed some help. And so Jada and their family all tried to help him. Apparently, they found him resources, they found him help and all kinds of stuff to get him back on his feet. In the midst of all that, her and Will were going through some shit to the point where they were basically done with each other. Mm-hmm. He was, as he described it, I was done with your ass. Like, yeah, she was like, yeah, he was, you were done with me. Um, I they didn't get into detail about what it was, but it clearly was there were some issues there, and he was it was to the point where they felt like it was irreconcilable. Irreconcilable mm-hmm. is the word is. Oh yeah, he said he he was he done was, with he her. He was ass. done it with her. And it was done with her. So, yes. with that being said. The decision was for them to basically say, we're going to separate. You go figure out what makes you happy. Is basically what he said. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do me. You go figure out what makes you happy. And, his, his, and what did you do, Jada? <laughs> um, and she said, I get, you know, my relationship with August, which started as a friendship and us helping him out. Eventually, well, like even going back to that, it was actually her son Jaden's friend because wasn't him and August really close friends and he brought them into the family because at that time he was really, really sick and he was all well. I could, yeah, I think that's where it it may have started. I don't know, yeah. Apparently, that's they said that they when he first came into the family, he was really, really sick and he was also experiencing a lot of mental issues. Well, yeah, I think his sister had died or something. It was a bunch of stuff that was August was going through. And so, at first, it was just it was really just them trying to help him out as a family. So, it wasn't just it was you know, her and but him and find a piece of young, right? So, that's what that's how it happened. So Whatever the case may be, her relationship with August eventually grew from just them being friends to, you know, them getting closer and much closer to the point where it went to a, a sexual relationship mm-hmm. and a relationship in general. Um, and over time, what she realized, and she even said to her, she said, one of the things that this entire situation made me realize is I have a codependency on people emotionally. I also, I there are things that I emotional things that I have I haven't dealt with myself and so what you, you know you hear all the time that broken people tend to rely on each other yep so, it's called trauma bonding right so what people what people don't seem to understand and what I've seen is a lot of people trying to make August out to be the victim here's my thing first and foremost I don't know at what stage he was in his life at this point how like how far he was into his healing by, this, by the time this relationship started I mm-hmm. so I can't speak to that what I will say is this. He knew she was married. Yep. 
So, at some point, like, you knew she was married. And so I don't care... I don't care what the situation was. You knew she was married, so... That's your fault. At some point, you you can't assume she's going to leave him for you. Mm-hmm. So, you can't assume this is going to be a permanent situation. Right. You can hope it's going to be, but you can't assume that. So, with that being said, eventually, she just, through that process of dealing with August and then her and Will eventually deciding that they were going to figure things out. She just, um, August, I guess once he saw that it wasn't going to go his way, he, he, he kind of fell back probably begrudgingly, but he did. And he cut off communication, which is fine. Like she said, I totally understood why he would do that because you know, he probably, and he honestly, he did something that a lot of women, us women can't do is walk away and stay away. And my thing is this, this is not a comp uncommon thing. There are plenty of situations well, you hear about women in situations where they're the side chick and then the guy's telling... Now, in this situation, it wasn't even the case where the guy's telling her or she's telling him that she's going to leave her husband. Mm-hmm. But and you hear situations where the woman will stick around because the guy is saying, yo, I'm going to leave my wife for you. I'm going to leave her. I'm going to leave her one day. I'm going to leave her one day. And they stick around waiting for that. In this case, it wasn't the case. She's like, I, don't, I, I mean, look, they, she might have said a whole bunch of things when they was fucking. But people say she's a whole bunch of shit when they fucking. Yep. Motherfuckers told each other they love each other. They damn sure don't love you because yeah, they fucking. Yeah. And it might be they good. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. Look, niggas lay a lot of shit when they fucking. So yeah. I'm just saying. Um, so whatever the case may be, that was their situation. What she wanted to focus, like what she was saying, the biggest thing is, yes, her and Will were in a bad space. And it, it was clear that this is years ago and they've gotten way past this. Well, she, well, I, people are speculating that Will isn't completely over it because they were looking at, like, just his facial expressions while being on the red table. He was annoyed, is what I saw. Because mm-hmm. the reality is, and first of all, we have to go to the point that she used the term entanglement. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Will said, entanglement, you, uh, relationship, Jay. Yeah, relationship, yeah, yeah. An so entanglement. Not to be fair, she used the word entanglement right because it is what it is. Yeah. It's a compromising relationship. Yeah. That's exactly what the definition of it, what any definition of entanglement. So she used the right word. Yeah. It's just that we haven't heard the people use that word. And so now everybody finds a new word to use for relationships. And black Twitter one. Of course they do. Because that's, <laughs> that's what black Twitter So. Whatever the case may be, I think the expressions from Will were more annoyance, and the reason being is because I, I, I think I shared this post. Let me actually pull it up because it, um, it, I think it, it kind of says what I felt like the expressions on Will's face were. Um, is it this one? No. Okay. No. Well, yeah, this. this is a different one, anyways. But we'll probably have to read that in a second. Um, I know I'm kind of going to have my abridged thoughts about this because we're actually going to go live tonight on Let's Talk. And we're really going to get deep into the vaults of that. And actually, because we're going to have some of our comedy people on there, too. So it's going to be a heated discussion. So, so one of the both said to me, Will's face is annoyance, not hurt. All his entanglements been holding it down, and now we got to talk to the peasants because you didn't properly vet your new dick, so we got people in our business for real this time. That, to me, is what it, I, the, like, yo, you haven't really heard anything from any of court, Will's quote-unquote entanglements. Mm-hmm. They ain't kept it solid. But Jada's, this light-skinned dude, and he acted like a light skin. let's be clear. Hey! 
Okay. No, so no, no. That nigga's acting like a light skinned dude. This is, what, this is what it is. Light skinned niggas can't keep shit together. And that's exactly that's the L for This is an L for light skin. No, 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 no. These is jokes, but I don't care. <laughs> he, this is an L for light skin niggas, cause light skin niggas, yo. It, he he was he, emotional. He, he could. He, he, it's been a few years. He now, got though, caught dog. up in the entanglement. If it was right away, <laughs> it was right after I could see it. But this has been a few years, and you still bringing it. You, you, I mean, because he probably. I mean, certain people. Yeah. You can't. You can't. Put nah, the time man. Limit this on is. When and you know what? If he had things. done it and it wasn't promo for an album, maybe I would. I mean, that could have been. That's my too. only issue too. That's. It's I like mean. you use this as your album rollout, dog. It's like, eh. so whatever the case may be, I think that's part of Will's issue is that yo, we could have dish. We shouldn't even have to be in this position. This shit could have been kept quiet, but this nigga decided he want to he want to go out to the world, and that's fine, I guess. But that's the thing. You could have picked a better nigga. <laughs> that's that's basically, I think, what Will's annoyance is more than anything is that they even had to do this. Well, shit. according to Jada, August made her feel good, and she but she said I had not felt good in a while. So people, yeah. so this is my thing. People are goofy, and so as soon as she said that. People assuming she meant like sexually. He's like, no, I just haven't felt good in a while. Whatever that means to her and what she meant in that, because right. she clearly wasn't in a good space because that was a part of the reason their relationship was falling apart in the first place. Mm-hmm. And Phil was fed, Will was fed up on it. He was fed up with her because whatever she wasn't, whatever was wrong with her, what she was going through, it was, it was affecting her relationship. So she needs to figure out, and like he said, you need to go figure out what makes you happy. So clearly she wasn't happy in, in herself. And so that's the reason why they fell apart. So she's like, I just, and that's the thing. A lot of people, when they go through a breakup or they're going through a situation like that, they just want something that's going to make them feel good, even if it's for a moment. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it was. Even if it is sex, even if it's attention or whatever, there are people that go through breakups or they go through relationship shit and they may step out of their relationship or whatever, and it's just for that moment because it's something that makes them feel good in the moment and whatever. It happens all the fucking time. And that's what what creates even bigger situations. Well, it does. Yes, you're right. However, here's my thing. If you're in a relationship and y'all separate and y'all have no intention of getting back together at that time, like y'all, at that point, it's y'all are convinced this is a wrap. And y'all not even sure this is going to even, like, work. Then... If y'all amicably separate, y'all not together. So, I mean, yeah, y'all are legally together, and that's fine. But also, when you're a celebrity, there's a lot more shit to go into divorce than if you're going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can do this issue overnight if y'all decide Hell to do this no. shit. That, that's so process. it's a long-ass process. Lawyers, so y'all got to divide. So especially after all that year, all the years together, 20-plus years, like, yeah, it's a long-ass, that's a lot long, drawn-out process. So you're not going to just jump to that right away when you've been together that long, especially mm-hmm. when you were a celebrity. It's just not a simple thing. So I can understand him saying, yo, let's separate and see if we can figure this shit out. Because it's that whole idea of, like, look, if you let it go and it comes back, you yeah. know, but if it doesn't... And that happened, basically. And that's exactly what it was. So I, I'm i not going to... Because people say, well, that's cheating. I said, yeah, but if y'all amicably split, yeah, it's cheating in the fact that y'all are legally married. Yeah. But y'all not together. There are people who are separated, who are still married, still, but don't live together. And I... Because I, I remember we had that discussion, too, in regards to when the whole Cody Rhodes, Carmella incident. Um, who? Oh, or not? Oh, not! <laughs> I meant Cody Graves. <laughs> Corey, Corey Graves. Corey Graves. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had no smoothies or anything this morning to wake me up. But uh, because I, 
even like you said, like, I mean, they're, they're not together. It, it, I don't play around with that because, again, if it's by law that you two are still married, that means he could. Uh, but if I'm, me over but and just for example, my, my, one of, and this is, she'll never listen to this. I have an employee who's still legally married mm-hmm. because her ex on side of stuff. Mm-hmm. That happens. Right. But she's in her overall relationship, won't get a kid on the way and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't. Because the reality is, if I file the paperwork or whatever, because I guess and, and like the person let it lapse and didn't sign, do what they're supposed to do, and so they had to redo it, and it, like right. there's a, like timing and stuff like that. So those things happen. If yes, I don't, sir. if the other person don't, so if the person won't give you a divorce or they won't sign off on the paperwork, I'm not about to stop living my life. If I'm done with you, I'm done with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, but there, if, there in, the, certain... in the in the eyes of legality, yeah, that's cool. But if I'm at this point where it's like, yo, I don't want to be with you, right? I'm not about to sit here and if something happened, and I, I'm not about to stop living my life because I pretty much said I'm fed up with this situation, and, it's no, and I'm is is no going back from this. That's if I'm in that space. Look, I understand. Like, I'm not about to sit here and begrudge somebody because they're technically legally married because I also understand all the shit it takes to divorce. Yeah, I mean, and it would be it would be case by case because, okay, for example, with my mom, like, her first marriage, she, the first marriage was pretty much domestic violence. So even in, she wanted a divorce, but she also, because she pretty much left California to come here to Detroit, also kind of sort of out of escape from her husband. Um, she wanted a divorce, but he wanted her to come back and meet at this location such and such. She didn't trust that because given the history and the type of man that he was, and he kind of sort of didn't want a divorce anyway. So it was like he was kind of playing back and forth with her. So in that instance, technically, my mom by law is still technically married now, but I mean, it's been so many years and stuff like that. And so that's why her last name is still Bessie legally. Because that's the last name of her first husband. Um, well, her only husband, technically. Cause she, yeah. But so in that situation, I, I understood that now because in that case, that, that's life or death situation. But there's too many people out here who play this game where it's just like, oh, yeah, we about to get a divorce, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they use that as a way to basically play the field. Well, no, I'm not and, talking about them. If it's an amicable thing, if mm-hmm. y'all both decided, yo, we don't want to be together. Not just one person saying, I want to step outside my relationship. Right. But literally, y'all both, if this is an agreement, y'all amicably decided, we don't want to be together. This is what it is. We're separated. If and that's the case, I'm not about to begrudge anybody if they say, yo, look, is I'm I'm not, look, if something, this person I'm interested I, in. I feel like for me, too, if, if you are going to play that route, then you people should, people should cover their P's and Q's and hey, I would say, let me talk to your spouse or your former spouse and have a conversation with them to see, hey, what's but going you, on? Are you guys yeah, really but see, that, my, only, my only, only issue with that, my only, only issue with that is that person might be bitter as hell. They not going. That, that person at least, doesn't. You at least know the truth from both. But sides they not going. Some, but you're one. assuming they're going to tell the truth. There are people who, if if you are, if I'm in a relationship, if I'm married. Mm-hmm. Or if me and you are married, or no, no, if we're if I'm married and me and you decide to date, like awkward, <laughs> whatever the case may be, if I'm married, you just mean you, I'm we're separated. 
you decide you want to talk to my ex-wife. If my ex-wife, my ex-wife probably don't want to see me happy with nobody. Mm -hmm. So she's not going to tell you anything beneficial. She's going to tell you, she, she going to tell you, yo, we fucked last night. Don't trust this nigga. Like, she going to give you all the bad shit if, if it's that type of situation. And that could be, but that's, that's also that's where judgment comes in. And you yeah, but you, but people are going to, but if you don't know, people only know what they're going to go off of. And she can say that shit in the most calm way. I've seen it happen. Mm -hmm. Like it's just it's unfortunate, but the reality is, yeah, you can talk to her all day, and sometimes she might not be wanting. She don't want to be bothered that you don't want her to be involved in your relationship because she might try everything to sabotage it. She might do something where now she finds out you're dating. She's gonna try to keep you from seeing your kids. Like there's so many implications with that that you try to avoid. Mm -hmm. And so I understand why people don't necessarily get their ex involved. Now once it gets to a point where, it's, and you might not want to do that until it's something that's really serious. Like, if it's something that's serious, that's different. Because once you feel like, yo, I really see myself being with this person, that's different because at that point, it's going to have to be a thing where they're going to have to interact at some point because of the, whatever. They're going to because if we have kids together, she's going to have to interact with them at some point because mm -hmm. we're in a serious relationship. So if that's the case, I can understand that. But if we just started dating, no, what's the point of you being my ex? If I let you know this is the situation, I don't have I don't have nothing to hide. I've shown you every text I'm in the conversation. I talked if she calls me, I talked on speak, I will talk to her right in front of you. And there's never a situation where I got anything to hide. I think it's more so the behavior of the person who's in that situation. When you start being like secretive or not being open and honest about things, I think that's when it becomes suspect because it's like, yo, why was you there? If you ain't got no kids together, why are you visiting your ex? Mm -hmm. If it's not a neutral place or y'all not visiting over some, we trying to um, divvy up some stuff, yo, I think it's, it's a way to do it. I think it's just a matter of how you do it. Some people just don't, they don't think about the implications of how it's going to impact the other person if they don't, they don't, they don't do that shit correctly. And I think that's the biggest issue. And then, like I said, everybody's different. I mean, I, my parents were separated at one point. My dad was living, my dad was living in my grandma's house. In the basement. Yeah. For oh. a while. Like, for... Like, it was... When I remember... Was when you were born, or...? I, I was uh, in junior high. I was in... Oh, wow. Seventh, eighth grade, I think. Yeah, this is the closest my parents ever get. My parents got... This is, my parents are actually close to getting a divorce at this point. Dang. It was... Um, things that happened, my, and, and shit happened, and it was bad. Like, it was bad. It was bad. And... At one point, my dad moved out, and he started staying at my grandma's house. Like, I remember we going Christ like school shopping and having to go pick him up at from my grandma's house and meet up so we can all go, go uh, school shopping together. Oh, wow. Like, that's where it was. Um, it started with him sleeping in the basement, and then eventually it went to him moving out of the house. So, like, it, I've seen it happen where it's like, yo, it's just not cool. And the tension of them being in the same, because... Yeah, y'all can be separated in the same house, but if that shit's bad, it's just going to be bad, especially if y'all got kids. Some people don't want their kids seeing that shit because that shit's rough. It and is. kids see everything. I, I, was, I, was, I was old enough to understand everything that was going on. My brother was kind of, um, but he could, he could be oblivious to stuff. My little sister, she was little, so she didn't know what the fuck was but going on. Knew I knew else. everything. My sister and them didn't. So it was it was it was a lot, and it was a it was a it was a rough time. I, I I don't wish that shit on anybody. So, but I understand for them if that point, you really don't see anything. Y'all coming back from this, I'm gonna go do me, and you figure yourself out. Whatever that may be, figure it out. 
And at that point, and a lot of people do this again, like she said, she admitted, I have a codependency and I have some emotional immaturity that I hadn't worked out even in my old, is even as long as I, as old as I am, there are still people that don't, there are things that they just don't tackle. They don't face them within themselves. And so it took her going through that experience to figure, figure that out. Now, whether that, whether that's the expense of August or not, I look, they all, it's always that thing about some people in your, in your life for a season or a reason. Mm-hmm. And that was his reason for being there. Sometimes you learn a lesson from certain relationships and that mean, you I'm may... And I'm sure he gained stuff from her, too, because, like, he got his health back on track. And, yeah. like, yeah. But I, I think uh, the only issue I... Because I understand that with relationships, and not even just, like, romantic relationships, but friendships, just any type of shit, period, there is going to be issues. There's always going to be ups and downs. There's going to be hardships. But the problem, I guess, is with it seems like society is trying to normalize an okay infidelity and being the other woman or the side piece. I don't know if anybody's trying to... Okay, so here's the thing. That has been a normalized thing forever. It's not a new thing. I'm not saying it's a new thing, but people, they're acting like there's nothing wrong with it. Well, you got to understand something, though. Up until recently, like... Like your grandmothers, your great grandmothers, like they stayed in relationships with either abusive men. But that men, was a different time. But it's still, but it's not a new thing, and there's still it's people. It's not. But so we live that, in a different age and time. I, it's, it's yeah, but the people's personalities hasn't haven't changed. But the, that's on them. That's a different. But problem. the reality of it is that that it still influences today's society, whether we're at a different time or not. Those things from the past still, and there are still people who raise their kids to believe that shit. That oh, it, the whole idea that all men cheat—that mm-hmm. is oh, the yeah. thing that people still—that that was always told in my family. It's that, still yes. told to people. I still people see people on social media. All all men cheat. So yeah. if you go, if the, the joke's like, oh, all men cheat. So at least if you're gonna get cheated on, cheat, get cheated on a real rich man. Says I'm broke, man. Like those are the kind of things that we perpetuate. But it's the same thing. It's updated to today's society, but it's still the same idea. Is that everybody cheat? All men gonna cheat. So at least if you're gonna get cheated on, make sure it's by a rich man. It's, so it's, I don't agree with it. Stupid. I don't because I've never cheated on anybody. I've never. Uh, no, I, I've I been cheated on, that. and I've had yeah, the opportunity to cheat for sure. Yeah, you told me. I ch- could have cheated, but and I would probably would have been justified because this person didn't cheat on me. Mm-hmm. But I don't also believe in that tip of tat shit either. I feel like what? Is, you? The petty not in rela- wow. I feel like that shit is... That's different, because those are all jokes. In relationships, that shit's not... There ain't no coming back from that. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's bad karma, and that shit just keep recycling. If I do you wrong because you did me wrong, it's going to end up recycling back to me, and it's going to end cycle. I just don't like that. And, but, but you just said something interesting, bad karma, and that's what I don't think people understand in regards to when you, if you're even doing this whole open relationship, open marriage stuff, because if we even tie into the spirituality aspect of stuff, regardless of what people like to say, when you have sex with someone, you're creating sort of a spiritual and an emotional bond with that person. So not only are you entangling yourself into their spirit, but you could also be taking on the spirit of their partners. And people don't seem to understand that, that that creates more of a mess within itself. But again... But we... But it's... So that's the thing. Sex and a relationship aren't one and the same. There's two different things. They... Like, it depends on you and your 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 decisions about sex because reality is everybody... Have, people have casual sex. Now, some people may say... I'm not going to just have sex with anybody. 
but the reality is people still have casual sex. Mm-hmm. People have sex outside relationships. They don't, they may, they people have a person that they go to, if they, they in between relationships, they have a person that they know if they have, they need something, they're going to call that person. They may not talk to that person for months, maybe years, but when they, they need it and they, they ain't getting it consistently by somebody specific, hey, yo, what's up? Or if you hit that hot text message, they hit and they make an appointment. That's just, that's the reality of it. And that's fine if that's what your life is. It's just no different than dudes that, tr- that that choose to be pimps or like players or whatever. I knew a dude I used to work with. I'm not gonna say his name. Best Buy. Nah, this is back. This is back. And Sprint. This is. I, I'm not gonna say where it was. Uh. I'm not gonna get into it. But let's like he will let chicks know. Like yo, I'm not trying to be in a relationship. I'm not trying to be committed. I got other chicks. As long as you cool with that. And I think that's the biggest thing. As long as you let somebody know, and that, but at least he was uh, in that aspect. He was honest and upfront. A lot of these men are not. Well, I know that. Well, that's because, an issue. but that's because they know. Okay, so the the assumption is this: if they are honest with a woman, it's not going to get them what they want. Yeah, that's the that's, that's the, the reality stupid, of that's it. The I'm aware, but annoying theory that they have. That is the but, but it also still doesn't make it right. I didn't say it was right. I'm just telling you what the logic is. I didn't explain. I, know, I, I, I didn't know. say it was correct. I'm just telling you. My thing is this: I'm a re- I've always been a relationship person. So for me, like, and I've also been in between relationships where I've been in casual relationships, and, shit, and I've had that too. I prefer being in a relationship because it's too much work. Dating all these, dating multiple people and having to fucking ba- like balance time and all that shit, just work. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather focus my attention on one person, but such is life. Um, but some people they they thrive off of that shit, and that's that's what the life is they choose to lead. I didn't do it, but it's no like people like I said people get in situations where they separate and they like yo, this is where we are. I remember um, back in my back in the day when I worked at Sprint, we had a guy who was separated. They hadn't got a divorce yet because the wife wouldn't sign the paperwork. I think I know who you're talking and he, about. Um, Tell me the story. He uh, he would come out store and use his, our phones, our store phones, because they would work. He would use the phones to call his his girl, because what happened is that she would pull his bill and see the numbers he would call. Mm. So in order for him to avoid her getting the number, he he would come to the store, call her. They would meet up at the store, or whatever, and they'd go whatever. That was how they. That's how he did it with his new girlfriend. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I I that I would say what I, what I feel like people need to understand is this: people need to understand that relationships are um are not just a mythological thing; they're imperfect. They're just not. And the reality is, a relationship is full of ups and ups and downs. Some some of those peaks and valleys are very deep, and they're also very high. Mm-hmm. The highest of highs can be the greatest thing you've ever experienced, and the lowest of low can be the worst thing you've ever experienced. And sometimes you can go from one to the other in a blink of an eye. Yep. And you never expect it. And so what people need to understand is that to be realistic about relationships. And the reality is this. You're dealing with another person. And whenever you're dealing with another person, their personality, their quirks, um, all the, their, their emotion, uh, their emotional swings, their, their moods, all those things you have to put up with when you're in a relationship when you're dealing with another human being. And that's just normal when you meet somebody and you're cool with. That's even just in friendships and dealing with that stuff. Now you add an emotion into it as far as love and affection and things like that. Mm-hmm. And adding a whole other layer that other people can't deal with. Love on the surface is an illogical emotion. Right. Because you're caring something. You, you, you care about somebody so much more than you probably care about yourself in some cases. 
That is on its that, surface uh, illogical to what that, human it, nature it, it's, is. It's playing Russian roulette too. That's what people don't like to to be honest about. You're you're taking a 50-50 chance on something. But that's life is 50-50. So every day when you life is about 50-50. Every day I wake up, there is a 50-50 chance I might not wake up to the end of the day. Mm -hmm. That is every Every day day of our life. Every day. So every decision you make, you can only control the only thing in life you can control is your effort. You can't control anything outside of that. You can only control what you do. So the only thing you have control on it is your effort. Everything but you else, can also prevent. You can prevent certain things from happening. But that's too, based, based on your effort. That yeah, just you that's your choice. Your choices and your effort. Those are the only things you control. Everything else is not because thing is you can make a choice. Yep. And it can still be the wrong choice, and so you can't control the outcome sometimes. But even if we we make the wrong choice, we should also be able to try to take away from that and make sure we try not to make the same mistake and if it's something that we we constantly make the mistake and we have to find the root of it so that we can actually get to the problem solve it so we're not continuously making the same mistake the only thing i i would say to to add to the whole like relationship ups and downs and stuff please stop feeling like being alone is a disease or a curse with, when it comes to being single. All these people are like, oh, I don't want to be alone. I got to have somebody. Well, so, like, I mean, I've been there too, but I'll, I'll just finish this point. I'm aware, like, I'm it's, aware Ashley. It's okay. I, I'm, I'm quite aware you've been there, Ashley. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Ashley, yeah. yeah. thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. But people nope, don't nope. understand that you, you can actually reach a certain level of freedom being by yourself and discovering the love that you have for yourself that you wouldn't be able to because you're too busy trying to find that that love from so another partner. So here's the here's the balance of human of, of human life. Human nature is to we we desire companionship. That mm-hmm. is human nature. That desire or sometimes reliance on companionship, however, it sometimes distracts us from truly getting to know ourselves. Yep. So the balance has to be. And sometimes people don't learn this until later on in life because society teaches you, oh, you're supposed to grow up, you're supposed to get in a relationship, you're supposed to, this is the the process you're supposed to follow. The American dream. So you don't, so you don't, because that's just, we're we're, we're taught that we're born essentially to procreate. (laughs) We're we're taught to find someone to procreate with. That is essentially the basis of what human nature is taught to us when Mm -hmm. we're born. That is the reality of what we were taught. So, in whatever form that may be, but that is what it is. With that being said, unfortunately, they don't teach you in life that emotional maturity or emotional understanding of yourself is a thing that we're not taught because a lot of people don't understand it. Mm. So if I don't truly know who I am or truly just understand what truly makes me tick, what motivates me, what pushes me, what makes me feel things, all those things, if I don't understand that, Dealing with another person's emotionals, their uh, their quote quirks, their moods, all those things, it's a lot to deal with. Even if you're in the best mental space, it is. It's so for a person time. who is not who does not truly understand what truly and understandably makes them happy, it shit's impossible. So what happens to a lot of people is that at some point they think that they they jump into relationships and they jump into these situations because they were taught that this is what they're supposed to do but it's not always what they 
want to do. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is eventually they have to under they never get a chance to understand what their actual wants were because they were taught that this is what they have to do. And so they just kind of went with that. So and unfortunately everybody discovers it at a new age. Thankfully in this in today's society, because there is such a um there's such access to information, mm-hmm. people have a chance to, to truly get the information and understand these things a lot better because the reality is our parents and our grandparents just weren't, they weren't equipped to teach us those things, unfortunately. Some were, the point some were, some weren't. My dad was very, I wasn't, when I was in relationships, even my sister was in relationships, and our, um, like, our reaction to when things went bad, whether it was emotional or whatever, anger, whatever it was, mm-hmm. my dad would tell us so matter-of-factly, like, why the fuck are y'all so stressed out about this? It's, y'all young, and the shit's going, like, and the reality is you're going to deal with shit. Getting all up in arms about this right now when y'all are young, this shit ain't even real. Y'all ain't even dealt with real shit yet. Mm-hmm. And it was very direct and very blunt how he put it, but I, as I got older, I understand, understand what he was saying. Yeah. Is that, yo, yeah, you're right. This shit hurts now, but the most we did, we spent time together. We may have had sex here and there, and we, we may have went on a date here and there, but we was like 19 years old. I wasn't like... It wasn't no no real no, shit. Neither one of us was paying bills. Paying we wasn't. Bills it wasn't no real deep shit. We ain't went through no real Being deep emotional shit. Everybody's families at the like yeah. We ain't went through that hard hard silence. shit. Like we My went through that hard shit. Sense. Like that understanding that yo, we when somebody make a decision that frustrates you, shit like that. When that person does some shit in the house, when y'all live together, and it's just y'all and that person does some shit that annoys the hell out of you. Um, like when my ex showed up in my apartment without telling me and I was annoyed for some reason that day. This better wife. not be the ex that you helped out of the bind. Was that that one? I don't know because I've helped so many exes out of the bind. I can't keep track of that. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, I don't remember, but it wasn't her, no. But um, that's not an unusual thing. I've helped plenty of exes out of the bind. No, the one who were the apartment was in your name, blah, blah, blah. No, she didn't no, pay. that's different. Okay. That's a different person. But again, I've lost track. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the biggest thing is before you get in a relationship and sometimes you may not, but see, the thing about it is this, a lot of people don't learn about themselves until after they've been in a relationship because they don't, because you're not, being in a relationship forces you to look in the mirror. Yeah. If you're by yourself from the beginning, you may not even think to look at yourself because you never had to deal with certain parts of yourself because you don't understand because they don't come out. It, some of those things don't manifest themselves until you're in a relationship. So after you've been in a couple of relationships, you start to see that, yo, there are certain things I either hate, certain things that are my trigger points, certain things that are just I can't deal with, certain things that are there are not things I can't tolerate in a relationship, things I'm not willing to accept in a relationship, things like that. You don't learn those things until you've been in a couple. So then once you learn those things and say, okay, now I need to figure out what makes me happy because that's the thing. I was learned, I talked this a long time ago. And you, you you learn it eventually. Is your relationship is not a relationship is not meant to make your life better. A lot of people unfortunately rely on relationships to make their life better mm-hmm. or to fill in a, a part of their life or a void that's missing. Yeah. What a relationship should be is adding on to whatever positivity you is there. Have. Yes. So you need to first figure out what makes you happy. Then a relationship is just there to enrich and add to what's already there. Unfortunately, that's not how it's always portrayed. It's not how always people people realize it, and and, and sometimes people realize it too late. So, 
Um, and then I also want to make another final point because I saw a couple other people make this post like, well, um, if you can't handle this type of love, and actually it kind of started, I think, I don't know if you actually saw, but I had made the, uh, I reshared it from somebody else's page, but it kind of stirred from the whole, could you handle a relationship slash marriage like Jada and Will, no matter what happens, you stay together, can you handle a love that deep? And of course, like, and I saw other people um, share the post too. And of course, in my opinion, that's not love because, again, I mean, if you have to be a second option or the that's third not, wheel, I don't think, I that's, think that's not, not the point, though. I don't think that's the point because the point is this: the point. I think the point of the post is people are so quick to end situations over the smallest thing. If I truly love you, yeah, you may drive. The reality is, we don't get along every day. There may be times I I want you to get out my face and I hate you. You've you've pissed me off. Uh, you know what? I'm done with you. I it's a wrap. I can't do it. You are unreasonable. You I can't talk to you. It's like talking to a brick wall. All these things. I mean, we're not talking but, about the small. We're talking about when you start to involve other parties. But you, gotta, but you understand. But in if the law, I mean. But it, again, there's still if there's if that was an amicable thing, where they said, "Yo, we gonna go our separate ways. You figure you out. I'm gonna figure me out. If we come back together, then so be it. But this is where we is. And we at that time they even said we weren't even sure. This is like this wasn't like a time frame. We were like done. But also the issue, too, because, I mean, I, I also know history about that, too. But there was also this thing, because even Will talked about it on The Breakfast Club. Like, he said that there was a point in his life where he felt some kind of way every time Jada would bring up her relationship with Tupac. Because there was this thing where Jada and Tupac always had this connection. She never could even really get over him, like, in a way, even though they never supposedly, like, got together on an intimate level. But she always had this love or this thing for Tupac. And Will kind of always felt some type of way about it because he felt like in no matter what, like he would never have, like Jada would never feel the same way about him as she felt about Pac. So in the back of his mind, he always felt like he always had to compete for that. And that was an issue in itself. Also, another issue, too, was that Jada expressed that she necessarily never wanted to get married. So that's a problem there, too. Will... Will was because even they talked about on the red table, like and when they talked about the wedding day, because at that time she was pregnant with Jada, and walking down the aisle, she was angry, she was pissed at everybody. While Will, the opposite, was pretty much happy that this is all going on. So this is also where you have to sit down and talk about where, like, do you guys really want a long term relationship? And, and and that's where I well, she was. So here's my thing: there are people who want long term relationships but don't want marriage, right? So. That is a conversation that, yes, they probably should have had. And I'm sure what may have happened, sounding like what it was, is that she was never honest enough with him about it mm -hmm. because she didn't want him because she saw how happy he was. Yep. And that's sometimes, but that's also part of being in love with somebody. It's sometimes you don't, you'll make sacrifices. And she talked about that too. Yeah, you'll like, make sacrifices for somebody that you truly love. At the same time, the thing about the Tupac thing, my thing is, yeah, there are... Every woman has a first love or a man or a person in their life that is like the ah uh, for them. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of women have that. For a guy, if you know, it's one thing if you don't know of them, 
But it's another thing if it's Tupac. Yeah. And everybody in the world knows this guy. Tupac. Tupac and everybody Tupac. knows that her and Tupac grew up together. Mm -hmm. So this is a conversation that's always had. And she he also understands her affection and love for Tupac. So yeah, I can understand him as a man like, yo, I'll never have right. that space in her heart because it's just a different space. So I don't begrudge him for that because that's not an uncommon thing. I'm only thing. saying it because there it that, it wasn't just this one issue. Honestly, it, it's kind of sort of been a lot of multiple issues even leading up to that point. So it wasn't just this one thing that brought to the light. Because from what I allegedly know, it's kind of been an issue, an underlying issue throughout their whole entire like relationship, marriage, etc. Uh, but no, the point I was going to make before that because I, I saw a few people commenting like, well this type of love isn't for the strong or weak-minded. And I I don't like that term only because you're basically saying, and I'm, this is, I'm talking in regards to people choosing to stay with someone out of, after they've already committed adultery or infidelity. Um, you can't call somebody uh, weak-minded because if they choose to walk away from a situation that involves other parties because they have enough love and respect for themselves to know that I'm not going to settle well, for being a third or fourth option. That's not weak. That's so actually realizing I, you have the power of love. So what I'll say to that is this. What I'll say to that is this. If it's a one-time indiscretion, if you're married, and this is specifically speaking to marriage, because your vows do say through sickness and health to death of those parts. Mm -hmm. So... I, I, but what, I, what's the sickness about? Oh, I, I have to go. See no, no, no. Sex with somebody. Yeah, but that's that's the extreme. Those are the the vows are an extreme. I feel like those are the extremes. So infidelity falls in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the better or worse. Well, part, but, that's mean, the first part. Of it, but but, but hold also on. the Bible does say that infidelity. Hold on, hold on, but, hold on. I wasn't done. Go ahead, go ahead. Hold on. Even though you cut me off, but go ahead. Uh, you cut me off, too. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the case may be. So here's my thing. You're right in that, yes, I don't think... What I mean by this is, so uh, I'll say this. So I don't think that you should be allowed to just cheat consistently on your significant other. That's one thing. It's one thing if it was a one-time thing and... Y'all have come back from it. Now, if you consistently cheat on your significant other, at that point, that tells me you have neither no love nor respect for that person. And if I am in a relationship where I feel like I have no respect for my significant other, I can't deal with that. That's the thing. So, I I'll say this. You may get a one. If we're married, you no, might get one. Because then I it's almost because then... I'm not saying... Look, if, I'm not play, saying... Wait. I'm speaking hypothetically. I'm not saying okay, okay. the expectation is when I get okay. married, you're allowed one. Hypothetically. <laughs> you might get one. Because I was going to play devil's advocate because... Because my thing is, if we're in a situation where... Because, okay, I'm a firm believer. This is my dad told me a long time ago. Well, I'll say this. Relationships fail when either one or both people decide they don't want to put the time and effort into it. They, yeah. they want to fall back. They, they stop. So, if, for example, I'm slacking off... If I'm not giving you the attention you deserve, if I'm not giving you the time you deserve, I'm not I'm not treating you the way you expect, I'm not making you feel like you're the most important woman in the world like I should be. If another guy does that and gives you an attention and you step out, partly that was my fault. Now, it's my fault if, I'll say this, the caveat to it is this. 
if she, we've had a conversation about this mm -hmm. and she told me how she felt and I still didn't change or fix it or correct the issue, at that point, I'm pretty much opening the door for another man to come in and give her the attention I'm not giving her. The same goes for uh, the other side. If a woman is not giving her man the type of attention that he she wants, she's not giving him sex, which happens a lot. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys cheat because of sex. Mo there are a lot of guys cheat for the most simple things. Men cheat Stupid. for physical. Nope. Men cheat for physical Stupid. reasons. Women cheat for emotional reasons. Stupid. Oh no, but honestly, I think some some men low key cheat emotionally too. Well, no, it, like it, I'm, I'm saying commonly. Now uh, there are yeah, there are still there are still situations where men cheat for emotional. But I'm saying over or the, the the assumption is men cheat for physical, women cheat for emotional. Now that is not always the case. There are still exceptions to that rule, but that is the assumption. Um, but whatever the case may be, I'll say this: if you are a because for example i think chris rock said he said if a man like sorry he like when he he don't want to go back sexually so if i like if you give gave him head a certain way and you stop giving him head that certain way or you stop giving it at all that's gonna be a thing it's gonna be a thing if you stop giving him sex the way he like it the way you know he like it and you, the way you used to give it to him in the beginning and you just said fall off well you fall off. i mean at that point there needs to be a discussion that's my point there has out. to be a all of these things, all these cave, all these are caveated by the fact that you had to have had a conversation. Because I am a firm believer. First of all, I don't believe in cheating. If I get to a point where I want, I feel like I need to step outside my relationship, and I've had conversations with you about the things I don't like or things that are not going well, and we can't reconcile, and we've worked to try to work it out, and it's not working. Then this relationship need to end. I would rather do that than because first of all, I don't like cheating hurts, and I don't I don't want to ever inflict that type it of pain does. on somebody not a good feeling so that's different that's different than what happened with Jaden and will because they knew what each other were doing first of all he's already the way they were talking he clearly did his thing she clearly did her thing yeah they made it clear that they were both doing their own thing mm -hmm. so i don't i don't equate that to the same thing because that was an, that was an amicable yeah thing. and that's that was on them uh but there's a post i want to read this this is why i feel like a lot of men don't completely or not completely being honest when they cheat and say that oh I was just cheating for sex because this is um, emotional hurt boy number 50 million. This is for all my men out there. This is the position every real nigga fears. Jada made a vow to love this man through good and bad, and this is what she does. How do you females feel after y'all just let another man into your vagina knowing you got a man at home? What do you tell the kids? What kind of example you set for your daughter? Look at my dog face, though. You females have no morals. This generation is sick. Like, what the fuck is an entanglement? Jada is the poster girl for all these whole ass bitches out here that make excuses as to why they doing dicks. That's exactly what he said, as to why they doing dicks. I'll never get married. Fuck bitches. Get money till I die. Boom. Look at my boy face. Sad. So, so my sister posted something to, I don't know what it was, but... <laughs> What I've learned is this. What did my sister post? So, and this is the thing that's very common in this generation. The double standards. Nah, yeah, double standards exist. We already understand that. However, what 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 is exists most now is that guys are trying to be the victim more than I've ever seen in my I, yes. life. And this is I mean, it's the weirdest shit. And so what it is now is anytime a woman does 
anything remotely trash or toxic these niggas come out the woodwork to make it seem like every woman they're basically saying y'all women do this to us and this is how y'all we feel y'all do us so now we're gonna come and do y'all the same way so every time a woman does something that consider wrong or they consider trash or shit like that the reality is like they they they're looking for any reason to trash women they look for any potential reason to trash women not taking into account all the trauma and bullshit and colorism and sexism and all the other bullshit that culture even all the the all the bullshit that women the fat shaming the victim blaming all of the things that women are take are tr- uh, are thrust upon them by men and society in general. Mm-hmm. So men now are saying, "Yo, no, nah, I understand y'all go through that. Actually, no, I don't care about that because this one this one person fucked up. It, they ignored the whole thing about whether them agreeing to do what they gonna do. Right? Like they agreed to go do what they gonna do. Right? They literally agreed. Apparently, niggas understand the con- the the um the definition of amicably. So, like that's the thing. All these dudes are out here looking for a reason to bash women. And so anytime a woman does anything remotely uh, bad or something they feel like is wrong, which really is the reality of it is that the niggas are mad because the women are doing the shit they tr- traditionally do. And they can't handle They don't like it. They don't like it. It's the same thing like, I remember one of my boys, and this is when him and his, before him and his wife got married. And they, um, they had broke, so they had been together for like six years. Mm-hmm. They broke up. And because she was basically putting pressure on him about getting married. And he and she started and he said he was cool with that, but she started putting like a size on the ring. Like yeah. He was like, Look, I could buy I could want to buy you a million dollar ring. I mean I can afford it or some shit like that. Right. So they broke up. She moved out, got oh, her own place, whatever. Well, that was just it was just it was just felt like he was like, yo, like you can't start like putting these dictating these stupid things. It was stupid. Yeah. So they 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 fell out over that and a couple other things or whatever. So they they fell out. So she moved out, got her own place. He had the biggest whole summer I have ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah, you tell me about this dude. Right. He had this, like, he was everything. Fucking everything. Uh, yeah, he had a lot. So, but he kept telling me, like, yo, you know, by sweetest day, I'm going to get back. You know, me and her, gonna, we're probably going to go away. I'm going to propose. And we're going to be good. But I remember one time he told me, he's like, you know, it's crazy. I'd be thinking, like, though, I'm doing all this shit, but what the fuck is she doing? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Niggas is like, niggas is like, you dudes that do all the fucking, they all fuck everything. But they don't ever want to think about the shit that girl doing. Mm-hmm. They don't want to think about the shit she can do to retaliate because niggas can't handle it. Because it's this whole idea that men can do that shit because men are, men are supposed to cheat. Yes. Men are supposed to fuck everything that moves. Because it's men a are, man thing. It's a man thing. But women shouldn't do that. Because your men bodies are, are sacred. Men are, so women are supposed are. to hold their bodies for that one man. Yes. And they're not supposed to. This is the reason why so many niggas hate that they want to bash chicks like they want to bash chicks that are talking about sex and stuff in their songs because women are taking control of their sexuality and they don't like it. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, y'all, no, nah, they, 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 they they're acting like hoes or they acting like that. But these no. are the same dudes that want these hoes. Right, but they don't like that women can talk. It's the same niggas that don't listen to women rap because they don't want to hear women talking about pussy whenever a nigga talk about his dick for every five minutes. Yeah, Niggas will, a, a woman say my pussy on the song. Nigga will, like you've seen memes where like, 
female rapper, my pussy, they take the headphones off. Like, they seriously, but, niggas... But, bro, you just sat up in here and listened to a dude talk about jacking off. They, niggas off. will... Niggas cannot... Niggas can't stand to hear women talk about their sexuality in a, in a, in a way that owns it and are, they are fully in control of it. They can't handle it. So when a woman does it, it is a thing is a is a thing to them, and so they don't like that and shit. And a lot of dudes don't listen either, because I actually got went back and forth with a dude, because he basically I actually stole the post from him. And so when I comment on there, um, I also made sure to also put emphasis that no, nobody's agreeing with the situation, but you guys need to understand that you have been doing this to women all these years. So. Now you guys can kind of understand the pain that we have to go through when you go out and you bombardously cheat multiple times and then come back and expect us to stay while we raise your kids and keep your house a happy home while you just get to go out and do willy-nilly. And, of course, he, he called me toxic because he felt like, oh, I already know where this conversation is going. It's going to be toxic because... I was like, yeah, and this is how I know you didn't read what I said because I also said I am not agreeing with the situation. What you're missing to understand the point is is that y'all don't understand what women go through because y'all don't take the time to listen. Now that y'all are seeing that the opposite role reversals are happening because, like, I mean, Will kind of called it out on Red Table Talk. He felt like that, that you know, supportive wife that has to go sit at the press conference and say, like, you know, yeah, I still love my baby, blah, blah, blah. It's like now y'all are starting to see exactly how y'all have made us feel for centuries upon centuries. And instead of being men and probably looking at yourselves in the mirror and starting to take a self-reflection and say, okay, we need to do better as men. It's, no, y'all women, y'all don't never take accountability for what y'all do. Y'all be some hoes. Y'all don't know that. It's always women. It's always the woman's fault. If a man cheats, it's a woman's fault. If a woman cheats, it's the woman's it's fault. It's always the woman's fault. Yes. It's the reality is this: men can't handle none of the shit they dish out to women. No, not at they all. They can't handle a fraction of the shit they dish out to women. Nope. I think I told this story before. Well, my friend, she, like her ex, her boyfriend was living in Alabama. He was going to school. He's pre med. Mm-hmm. So at one point, he decided that he was going to stay in Alabama the whole year. He oh, wasn't you coming. Did tell me I think story. yeah, he yeah. wasn't coming back the whole year. Mm-hmm. So he stayed in Alabama. He said, "Since I'm staying down here, we should start seeing other people." Is what he said. That was his suggestion. Mm-hmm. His suggestion: yeah. we should start yep. seeing other people. Um, yep, I remember. So there was this guy who was in love with her. I like he was. He had been in love with her for years. And he ended up going to the Navy and came home. And so her and him start hanging out. And they were just hanging out as friends. And eventually it started where she started to catch feelings for him. Mm-hmm. Because they were spending so much time. And I remember I warned her, I said, you need to be careful because that dude really like you. And you're going to be careful that you don't catch feelings too because y'all spend all this time together. Right. And that's exactly what happened. So at some point she told old dude, and here old dude come running um, to coming back home trying to, and I'm like, that's because he thought you wouldn't go. To, he he. When he says see other people, he meant him. Because I remember she called me one day, was like mad because he had already, yeah, literally just had this conversation the day before, and the next day he was already on the date. 
So he had shit. He was either already seeing other chicks or he had them That's waiting. That's the cop out to say, like, I want to be a hoe. Like, I'm, I've already, I'm already hoeing. So what, rather than you catch up on my hoeing, I'm going to just make it official. I'm going to so do you me, know. but you right. can't do you, boo. That's essentially you, what you it mind. was. That's so mine. he couldn't, so so he couldn't deal with her actually doing what he was doing. Yep. So he wanted to come out here. So then eventually she moved down to Alabama and transferred schools mm-hmm. to be closer to him. And you understand every chance he got. I remember one time she said she was going out with his his like sister or cousin or somebody. They about to go hang out or some shit. And some shit he was mad at her for going out with him. Mind you, it was like his sister or something like he was. She was going out with. He I was, don't like that. That's narcissistic. He was mad that she was going out and talking about oh you um and he's like you he, oh you don't love me. And he's like what you talking about? That's he's like, narcissistic. And then he said he was like when you uh like you ain't love me like when you feel for that when you spend time with the other dude. She's like what? Yep. Like and, that's that shit. Niggas are possessive as hell. Mm-hmm. They can't handle the shit they dish out. And so if a woman ever considers doing the same shit or even doing half the shit that they do to them, niggas can't handle it. And that's exactly what that is. Like you motherfuckers is trash, dog. Like y'all niggas look for every opportunity y'all can to blame women for something, or y'all blame women for everything that happens wrong to them. And now all of a sudden, because a woman did some shit, now uh, or she she chose to amicably her and her husband, her husband kicked her to the curb, and they both said, "Yo, we gonna go do our own thing." And so she did, but y'all mad at her because. And the only reason y'all and the thing is, the reality is this: should she have chose better? Probably. Because he's he's he he blabbed every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, she wasn't wrong. If that that's what they were both doing, right? Because they were both doing it. His his chicks just happened to be quiet. Yeah. Um. But again, you men, you're going to learn the hard way one of these days. Well, I would say you fuck boy men. You're going to learn to stop treating women as if they're just a fucking piece of meat. If you don't want to be treated or done that way, then maybe you should start learning how to man the fuck up and start holding you and your boys accountable for the fuck shit that y'all do to women. And then maybe, maybe you wouldn't be in these positions where you're sitting on Facebook fucking crying every five seconds. I can't find my queen. I can't find a good woman. I'm tired of these hoes. But then in the same breath, contradict yourself because then you boot up with some hood rat hoe talk about some this my bitch and she fine as fuck like it, it just actually aggressive yeah. right now I'm not, I mean I feel I'm, like some I'm nigga just, just pissed off recently or something I, I'm just telling it like it because I'm I, I'm very passionate about this stuff because I'm sick of seeing men thinking that they can do whatever the fuck they want to and not be held accountable for that that's where I have to come into play and shoot down a couple egos and hurt their little fuck feelings because it's not cool. You're not going to I continue just, to disrespect I just like to point women. out that I've told Ashley the same shit before. Oh, uh, well, well, that was a different time in my life. We're not in that Thank time. You. I'm just, I just want so, to point it out. That's all. Hush. I just want to point it out that she wasn't always just woke. Okay. Oh, <laughs> but you live and you learn, right? It took her twice. It, but she eventually learned. No, you only knew about two incident, incidents. Oh, so it took more? <laughs> I was only giving you the I was only ones I knew about, so I was gonna give you I was gonna yeah. give you I was gonna leave it at that. You telling yourself now. No, because I, I mean I'm gonna discuss this actually later on in the podcast later on tonight. Okay. So yeah. All right, well look. So my question is this. Mm-hmm. Is it our business? Would will and Jenny do any marriage? Um, no, but if they put it out there for the public... But they only put it out there because everybody else is talking about it. 
and they said, well, fuck it, we gotta say something because he put it out. Well, technically, they did not have to, but they made the But too. he, once he talked, like, if it was just out there and there's a rumor, that's fine. Once the person, other person involved talks, we gotta clear the air because we wanna make sure this shit is clear if we're gonna put it out there. Like, they were like, yo, mm-hmm. chilling, and this nigga decided, yeah, album roll out, put the shit out. So, I'll say this. What I, what I love social media mm-hmm. for various reasons. Also hate social media for various reasons. Mm-hmm. One of those reasons is this. We have become so in, first of all, we've always been enamored with celebrity in general. There's this thing, and there was always a mystery to celebrities. We didn't know what their lives were like. We didn't know what was going on. And so things like you saw shows like Entertainment Tonight and all those things growing up, those were like, you know, lifestyles of the rich and famous. We used to watch those shits and like be interested in the shit they were doing social media has taken away some of that mystery because now we see everything they're doing Mm -hmm. because they tell us. But at the same time, my thing is when it comes to the relationships, unless they put it out there, is it really our business? And I'm a firm believer that it's nobody, nobody's relationship is anybody's business but the people in that relationship. Right. Because so, reality, all you do is open yourself up to a bunch of opinions that don't really matter because reality is in your relationship, the only people whose opinions matter are the people in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I struggle with this because, yes, it is newsworthy and it is something that came up. So, yeah, we had to talk about it. But in general, I don't think it's our business to talk about anybody's relationship because it's their relationship. What goes on in that person's house? Oh, another thing. You motherfuckers don't understand a joke. Yeah. They said, they literally, that last line was a fucking joke as they cackled maniacally about being, uh, saying bad marriage for life. That was clearly a it joke. Was, and I, that's why people I really people thought that that was, ah, oh, yeah, I want that. Nigga, they were joking. It was a fucking Y'all think Did they, you not the, see them laughing? The joke was, y'all think it's a bad marriage. That was the joke. Yeah. You fuckers think they have a bad marriage because they worked something out and they went through shit. Because guess what? That's what happens in marriages. Mm-hmm. That's literally what happens. Marriages are not all flowers and rainbows. And not at all. At all. No relationship is, but especially a marriage, especially when you've been together for 20 some odd years. Mm-hmm. There is, Dr. Dre and his wife are getting divorced after 24 fucking years. Yep. Now, uh, on a side note, I don't understand why she needs spousal support and forty million, but I'm not gonna speak to that. Well, I mean, that's but she what automatically when you marry get, somebody with bread. But she always, she's automatically getting spousal support. So why you still need forty million? Because again, that shows the intentions of why she probably wanted to marry him because she's dollar were, man, man, I don't know. There was, I said part. I mean, she's she a lawyer, loved so I mean, too. she was she was his lawyer for years. That's also part of it, but, but whatever. Yeah, but you know. but no, but I mean, she. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what their situation is. He could have done. Um, Somebody speculated there could have been some abuse things, and that's probably why she's trying to get more money from him, which, I mean, if that's the case, and so go right. more power to you, get your money. Get your money. <laughs> okay. If that's the case, like, I don't know. And if that's the case, if there's a reason for her to do it, and he did some shit, and look, get that nigga. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. But, like, because she automatically gets supposed to support because it's California. After 10 years, she he has to support her. She He has to maintain her lifestyle. lifestyle. That's yep. just the way it is. So whatever the case may be, back on topic. I just don't think, in general, it's our business. Um... Because it's just not. It's their life. And also, yes, they were joking. The bad marriage life was a joke. It was clearly a play on the bad boys for life thing, you exactly. stupid fucks. But, yeah, because people still did. Um, so, so there's stop, this conversation happened on Facebook. So, 
It was a, what day was it? The blackout day where supporting black business was that July seventh. It was July seventh. That was Gino's that was, birthday. That was a blackout day where we were only supposed to support black business. And my brother posted something about basic because so apparently nobody understands the different um that franchising and like that ownership what ownership means. So the con- the conversation became because there were people saying don't support franchise like if a person has a franchise McDonald's, if they're a black you're a black business owner and they have a franchise McDonald's or a Burger King or whatever franchise restaurant they own, it's not the same because it's own it's not they don't own it because mm-hmm. it's a franchise. And so the conversation became because my brother and my other brother started giving pushback, like you people clearly don't understand the concept of ownership. So I want to explain to some people, and now and for whoever listening, it's ownership. So the way franchising works, generally speaking, itself in most cases, there are some exceptions, but for the most part, you are licensing the name and brand of that company. Mm-hmm. You are you pay a fee, they they get so much of the profit. You they supply you with the food and all the special stuff that you need to represent their brand. That is what that is. Right. A lot of people do that. First of all, people don't understand that for a lot of people. Doing a franchise is a lot cheaper than coming up with your own restaurant idea without the capital. Because if I come up with a new restaurant, I got to come up with a menu. I got to get food supply. All that stuff is expensive as shit. Mm-hmm. And also, I have to also build up a customer base. And you also have to pay your employees. Yeah, it's a lot that goes into that. But just in general, as far as just the, the, uh, the concept of running a restaurant... I have to establish a customer base. I have to build a menu that people are going to like. Whereas if I franchise, there are already people who are going to recognize the brand. They already know the food. So it makes it a lot easier, and it it, it, it makes it a lot easier to get established that way than it would otherwise. So mm-hmm. a lot of people will opt for the franchise option. But for you fuckers in the back, if you franchise a restaurant, guess what? I still own the business because I own the building. I own. I have to pay taxes on that building. Mm-hmm. I have to pay utilities. I still own the building. Yes, I do not own the brand name, but guess what? If tomorrow I want to change it from McDonald's or whatever, yes, I can do that because guess what? I own the fucking building. <laughs> right. So, for the record, franchising is ownership because I am owned. The only thing I am licensing is the name. They didn't give me the building. My name is still on the company. Their name is not. I licensed. There is no different than when Best Buy sells Samsung's TVs. They don't own Samsung. Samsung doesn't own Best Buy. No, they don't. It's not. That's not how that works. They just sell their products. It's the same thing. If I franchise from McDonald's, that means I am just selling McDonald's products. That is how it works, you dumb fucks. I just wanted to go on that little rant because you people are stupid. Well, well, thank you for that rant because I think this was spurred from a debate that happened on somewhere social media, right? Yeah. So, um, oh, I'm just assuming you had you were brewing with multiple topics. Oh no, I have plenty. <laughs> I'm just trying to see which one I want to go to next. Uh, Can somebody snuff fifty six for me? Fifty cent for me. Oh, Curtis. I don't like that nigga. I don't yeah, like he, him. He, he, he's a he's fucking child. Trash he's a fucking child. He needs to go see a therapist. He's a fucking child. He needs a therapist. Um, I also don't like Lil Wayne. Um, yeah, well... Yeah. I don't. Yeah. And so, 50 was on Lil Wayne's um, Young Money Radio. 
and they were talking about exotic women, and they were talking about how sisters are already uh, always upset when they um, when they they date some light skin or some mixed chick, and they say because y'all that y'all just regular black women, y'all ain't exotic. That shit ain't exotic, and they were laughing about it. Mm-hmm. This is a whole jokey conversation mm-hmm. to these niggas. Fifty and Wayne. Fifty and Wayne. Mm-hmm. Let me find it. Let me find it. Actually, let me find it. The the, the bitch made niggas. Let me find the shit. That let me find the shit. To, oh, okay. Was this on somebody's podcast? This they were was on. on it was on Wayne's Young Money Radio podcast. Oh, Lord. Uh, thank God I don't listen to that trash. And I'm assuming this is something that happened this week, right? Yep. Hold on. It was a couple weeks ago. Where is this video? So, here this time, totally. All right, so I'm just going to read what he said. So it started with him saying, when I use the terminology whole, I mean she's functioning like a single male, same as a man, so this bitch is playing space. She's thinking she can do it. Then he starts talking about pulling up and seeing women, seeing Ferraris at a woman's house or some shit like that. And then what do you say? Hold on. Um, okay, so the Ferrari don't mean nothing. They got everything. They already have it. Okay, cool. Now you look now look at her now you look at her different, but guess what she wants? She wants the same girls who look like us want. Um, who look like us want stability. It's just her circumstances made her feel like she wasn't um wasn't conscious of it because she already had it. You see what I'm saying? And I look and I go, yo, this is why you get mad. They get angry. They see you see a lot of sisters, they go, Oh, you fucking with this kind of girl or that kind of girl, that shit's that shit is exotic. That shit looks a lot different from the shit you see in the neighborhood all the time. That shit like some um like it come off the boat. You don't like that? What's the matter with you? It feels like something foreign. It's, it feels like something you can ju- you can't you can't just get. In some kind of ways, it's interesting. But they black women, black women, they play. And, and speaking of black women, they get angry. How did you end up with this motherfucker? I'm like, huh? And then my instinct always make me defensive. So I look at it like, look at this angry black motherfucker. Get the fuck out of here, trying to fuck up. Here, trying to fuck up. Um, the whole vibe. And Wayne is laughing the whole time. And of Green. Of course. <sighs> So here's my thing. Um, Fifty is a history of this, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Fifty treats his actual black-looking son like shit. Yes, he's basically disowned Marquise. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas his his the son he had with the the, the fair-skinned the woman, yeah. he he loves that he. Post that nigga every day. Yep, sure does. Hey, look, I, I'm not here to tell anybody how to be a father. You don't. But do I'm that. sorry. Don't fucking do that. There is an obvious disconnect in the way you treat one son versus the other. Yep. And I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck what your relationship is with the mother. 
That's still your son. Exactly. And you treat him like he the next nigga off the block. And at the end of the day, that's on you. Mm-hmm. So his whole idea of what quote-unquote exotic is and why he preserves a, a certain look on a woman because it looks different. It looks like you can't just get it anywhere. First of all, he likened women to vehicles. Mm-hmm. And then my thing is, what the fuck? Like, and you're mad at black women because they're calling you out for being basically a cone and yep. also f- for being a, a colorist and sexist bastard. Yep. And that's the thing. Look, you can have a preference all day, and that is fine. But my thing is, the preference does not have to shun and 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 disrespect and yes, black women, exactly. and that's my issue. Is you have your preference that is fine. You can say I only date black women. You can say I only date white women. You can say I only play black men. I can only only play like white men. Like whatever your preference may be, I don't give a fuck. Right. As long as you are not disrespecting a whole race of people to then talk about your preference. You don't have you can do one without the other. And what he just did and, and Wayne bitch ass Kiki and the whole along with him Wayne's because Wayne's a fucking idiot. idiot. Yes. Wayne is also the same person who doesn't believe and he uh, who doesn't support Black Lives Matter. Yeah, because he says, "Oh well, the cops never done anything to me." Like he didn't get arrested in New York for a gun on his bus, but okay. Right. <laughs> I guess because they didn't shoot him, then <laughs> they didn't do nothing to him. That's that's it. But my thing is this: this nigga, Fifty Cent is a clown. We've allowed his clown behavior to go on for too long, and I need somebody to fucking go in his shit. Yeah. I'm I sick. think T, I wanted to. But I'm that's sick of this nigga, dog. I'm sick of this motherfucker. Because I don't know if you actually saw what well, T. I've said. seen everything T.I. and said. T.I. been calling this nigga out, but T.I. is trash to an extent, well, too. Yeah. So it's like, so it's like, it's like the trash, trash lead the blind. Like, trash <laughs> lead the blind. Like, I don't know that. <laughs> trash like, I can't, out trash. Like, it's not really. It's like, eh, 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 eh. But my thing is, like, look, nigga, you do you. And, um, and so. Like I said, you can say you like certain type of women, and that's fine, but you, this whole. um going at the angry black woman. You're perpetuating stereotypes that all these white people say about black women to begin with. Exactly. And that shit's not cool and it shouldn't come from my own fucking men. Mm. You are part of the fucking problem. Wow. So, fuck 50 Cent. And it's too many niggas in the in, it's too many in, niggas in the industry that's afraid of this dumb bastard. Somebody need to snuff this nigga, dog. Mm-hmm. Somebody need to go on this nigga shit real quick because I'm sick of this motherfucker. Yep. All he does is disrespect people. Then he had the nerve to be try to be funny and try to DM um, Will Smith. I hope Will go in his shit. Oh, yeah. Like, you just being childish at that point. That shit's disrespectful. It's fucking disrespectful. And in Wayne's case, his own daughter came out. I was like, nigga, I'm black. What the fuck, dog? Right. Your own daughter calls you out? Yeah, yeah she, she's like, nigga, problem. I'm a black woman and I'm beautiful. What the fuck, dude? Right. Like, so, how you going to disrespect your own fucking child? It's pathetic. It's like, and so um, there was also some 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 chick called out a bunch of rappers saying all these rappers are all dating light skin or they're married to light skin women. Well, first of all, or most of them were, mm-hmm. and she said they're all colorists. Before I said, well, did they come on disrespect anybody? Like if they said something bad about, like my thing is this, okay, you are not a colorist because you are married to a light skin or a fair skinned woman. Mm. That is that does not mean you're a colorist. That's the first thing. Right. If you come out and you bash and you only up, you only lift up light skinned or fair skinned women, yeah. and you never do the same for darker skinned women, then yes, then That's you are a, a colorist. That is what that is. So, because Talib Kweli was like, "Yo, what my wife got to do with anything?" Right. I lift up black people every time I post anything. I go on. I do all my shit in my community. What the fuck are you coming at me for? 
like it don't make no sense because y'all that does not make you it's just like um when people came and when they found out that Kendrick's girl who he's been with since fucking high school is right. light skinned. Niggas are oh, you can't be pro black if your life's your girl. I'm so she black, nigga. Right. And they're probably more black than some of you bitch ass. Like she's people. fucking black. Like, like you can't get mad at me because the woman I'm dating just happens to be of a lighter skin. I'm not bashing anybody else. I'm not bashing black women. I'm not bashing darker skinned women because the woman I am dating or married to just happens to be light on light skin. Mm-hmm. Nigga, that does not make me racist or colorist. A colorist is somebody who per, who lifts up and perpetuates the stereotype that light skin or some a light skin woman are somehow more beautiful. Right. If I just happen to fall in love with this person that happens to be light skin, it's not the same, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like that shit's stupid, and y'all gotta pick y'all better because y'all get y'all y'all are dulling y'all own message by seeing that dumb shit. Y'all need to think like that shit's a, that y'all y'all reaching for low hanging f- fruit when y'all do that dumb shit, and it doesn't make your argument any more valid by doing that. Exactly. It's just stupid, like. Y'all niggas to pick a battle and, like, to pick a side and, sh- and stay there. Shit. But unfortunately, like, with, with the, one of the issues in the black community, too, is that in some, not all cases, we have this this favoritism of picking and choosing what to be outraged by. And sometimes we're outraged by the wrong shit because niggas is bored and they need fucking attention or they just, they don't, all they also are ignorant and they don't fucking read outside of their own little bubble because all they know is BET loving hip-hop. So, get it together. And fuck 50. Well, fuck Curtis. We're not going to call him 50 and then fuck Dwayne Carter. Okay? Thank you. So, who the fuck is Kyle Kiro? Um... So I I guess he's He's a football football player. player, I guess I've never heard of this nigga, so he ain't. He must not be that good. Yeah. Um. So he had the nerve to come out. What did he say? He said he questioned why people are attracted to Jill Scott. Uh, uh, sir, sir, really? really? He said. What did he say? So we're, we're really okay. People are attracted to Jill Scott? Question mark is what he said. Then he said, he said, oh, so it's an energy thing. Thing, got it. And by no means is she ugly, but y'all really sexually aroused by her. He also spelled aroused wrong, but ah, I'm sure he got dragged for it. I hope they. Oh, dragged he got dragged him for everything. Fucking heels. Let's be clear. Just guy is one of the sexiest creatures on this earth. Nigga. Of course. Let's be clear. Let's first. Thing. I, I mean, she's a lady. I, I, I know. I, I, I was. Yeah. <laughs> like she is the most sexual. Like she is one of the se- guys. She sexy. is gorgeous. She, she is, is the most one of guys most gorgeous creations ever. And why the fuck? And who the fuck are you? Somebody that needs attention. Like nigga, who and what are? What is wrong with you? He he's someone that needs like, attention. Like nigga, I'm gonna need you to Probably go. Probably has a, a two inch penis. Like I'm not just nigga stuck. Um. But so what? What didn't he like? End up like he, apo- and apologized he apologized after people because people came at him like nigga, what the fuck, up? Right. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? Basically. Um. So. Beyonce is Italian. Oh, the whites are are reaching. The racist whites are are reaching. As as we can see. Yeah. I gotta read this. Uh. 
Like, I, I, I want to know that, too. Like, how did Beyonce all of a sudden become Italian? Like, inquiring right, minds so, would like to know. So, K.W. Miller, who's running for, is an independent for Florida's 18th congressional district seat, has proclaimed that she is a Satanist and she's also faking being black. How do you fake being black? He says she isn't African-American at all, Hmm. but rather a woman of Italian heritage whose real name is Anne-Marie Lestrassi. Oh. That sounds like a conspiracy theory that they made up, but okay, go go continue with the, the nonsense. He said, and he said the source, and so the source of this seemingly cuckoo contentions, he said it came from her single Formation. He said, you all do know that Beyonce's song Formation was a secret coded message to the globalists, I certainly hope. (laughs) Uh, The song clearly admitted that she was demonic and that she worshipped in the Satanist uh, churches located in Alabama and Louisiana. (laughs) She keeps (laughs) Satanist symbols in her bag. Wow. Um, um, he says. And that's interesting. This is a white man with a conspiracy theory. Yeah, he theory. said. He said. Who? He said. He said. He also believes she is a member of the George Soros deep state agenda for the Black Lives Matter movement. Um. Yeah, he's a. Uh, he's weird. Very, very much. He also believes that Patti LaBelle is an Illuminati globalist puppet. What? That Meghan Markle is a deep state um, operative who got to beta male Prince Harry, according to. He also, yeah, he's um, he's a he's a he's a different guy. It's um, best way I can do um, but apparently Beyonce is Italian. So the more you know. Oh, God. Um, so, actually, that leads me to a transition to one of the other things on my list. So, George Soros. You know, you ever heard that name, George Soros? Um, I may have to know by face, but... You wouldn't know. He's okay. not like that kind of person. So, George Soros. So, George Soros is a billionaire. Okay? Mm-hmm. He's a... Uh, he's a story... A man named Brady. So, Cheryl Soros um, is a billionaire philanthropist. First of all, black people. Mm-hmm. Every rich white man is not a supervillain. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're just not. Everyone is not a member of the Legion of Doom. They're, they're, they're like, well, you do not hear me while the Legion of Doom, and then this is a group of uh, rich white men. Not not the wrestling. Not group. all of them. There are some. Maybe even the majority. Mm-hmm. But not all. So with that being said, George is a billionaire philanthropist and founder of Open Society Foundations. He has been the target of multiple conspiracy theories. Here's the thing. <laughs> all of the conspiracy theories that have been railed against George Soros are all for from Republicans who claim that he is working against them because that's who he works against in general. No. So they have first said that he's a Nazi sympathizer. Um, no, he is a formal, he former Nazi. He is a uh, he owns Antifa, and apparently he also owns Black Lives Matter. 
Oh, so this is the supposed founder of Black Lives Matter. No, he's the owner. The owner. Like, he's not okay. the owner. The, the founders, we know. White but man, apparently right? he's the, yeah, he's yeah. a quarter. Because the, the owners was technically the, the girls, right? Right. Okay. They claim that he's the owner because he's donated money to them, which he hasn't. He hasn't. Okay. So. I, I've always wondered about that because, of course, yes, you have the conspiracy theory people that are like, do you realize Black Lives Matter is being plumped by the white man? <laughs> my thing is this. Here's the thing. Here's my thing. If Black Lives Matter, which is, which is created and championed by black people and black women, mm-hmm. if they received funding from a white man, but their agenda remains the same, why the fuck do I care? <laughs> because. It's this, so here's the thing. Because they. they because they, again, they, there's this, this thought that if a white man is supporting it, he has evil intentions because he must be Lex Luthor. Yep, that's what it is. That is. He exactly. must be if a white man supports it. Apparently, he must be Lex Luthor. Cause no, why would a white man su- support Black Lives Matter? Because oh, black he, people need their own. He we gave them money. The oh no, man. he must be controlling it we from the shadows. We gotta stop going to the white man because the white man don't care about us. They just want to give us a handout so they can say, "Oh, we helped y'all." Y'all need us. Y'all never be. So they already debunked that he's not a former Nazi because he wasn't old enough and he didn't live in the country at the time, first of all. Um, let's see. Whatever the case may be, there's the claims that he runs, he, he owns Black Lives Matter, which they've already confirmed that he's never even given them money. Mm-hmm. Um... He's given money to like local charities that have supported Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. in certain states, but he's never. Um, there is also, and but the, the issue I have with his conspiracy is that black people are perpetuating it. It's one thing for so what black people need to understand is this: the people that are truly in control, that truly want y'all to fall apart, are going to spread whatever bullshit they want to make y'all believe it, and y'all not trust the people y'all should be trusting. So what they do is called divide and conquer. So if I, if this person who is actually working to support and help change and make effective change, what they're going to do is they're going to mix up some conspiracy theory for you to believe to say, yo, no, this person is really, is really not for you. They're doing this, this, and this. You shouldn't trust them. You shouldn't trust them. They've done it to plenty of people. They've done it to Jay-Z. They're still trying to do it to Jay-Z. Oh, no, they kind of have to owe Jay-Z an apology. No, they're, but they're, people are still trying it. I'll, and I'll, that's one other topic I'm going to get into because they're still trying to do the shit, too. Oh, Lord. Um, they're doing it to Jay-Z. Um, apparently, they're doing it to George Soros, and they've been doing it to him for years. And mind you, my thing is this. Y'all need to understand who these conspiracy theories are coming from. Mm -hmm. They're coming from the fucking opposition, you dumb fucks. Why are y'all buying shit from the people that y'all are rallying against? Why? That's stupid. That's like listening to Trump. (laughs) That's exactly what y'all are doing. He's telling y'all something exists, and y'all running with it like it's fact because y'all dumb as fuck. Mm -hmm. Y'all sound like a dumbass fool. Like... 
why are y'all buying the bullshit that these people are selling y'all? Because they're selling y'all this shit so y'all won't get on board and actually make any effective fucking change. Because mm-hmm. y'all actually have allies in y'all corner who want to affect change, who are working to affect change, but because y'all believe every fucking conspiracy theory y'all hear, all of a sudden it's like, well, no, we can't trust him because he's a white man and he must be Lex Luthor. So no, yeah. he, he working <laughs> against us. No, he he's the enemy. So no, 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 no. I don't care if he got money. We don't need him. Yeah, like, yep, because black power. Y'all are stupid. Y'all are fucking stupid. Y'all annoy me to no fucking end. Y'all lack emotional intelligence. Y'all, y'all lack book smarts. Y'all lack the fucking common sense to go actually do this research herself. It's really not that hard. It's really not that fucking hard. Read a book. Go online. Oh, do and, something. And breaking news. Uh, Florida shatters single-day infection record with uh, 15,300 new cases of the coronavirus. Yeah, I saw that earlier. That's Shout fine. out to you, uh, Florida, Florida, for being Florida. dumbasses. Florida going Florida. Florida. So whatever the case may be. So let's be clear. George Soros does not own Black Lives Matter. He does not... He's not a not. He's not a former Nazi. He's not any of the things that Republicans or right wing people would, uh, would would conservative people would would have you believe he is. But unfortunately, black people do not have do not do research. They just look on Twitter and say, "Oh, y'all said this is true. It must be." And now that we have that understanding, you people can probably just shut the fuck up. And speaking of Jay Z, so I saw a post on on Twitter. It stated that Jay Z. He accepted a PPP loan and then laid off a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. So let's be clear. The, the headline specifically speaks to Jay-Z doing this. I need you people to understand one thing, first and foremost. Jay-Z does not run the, f- the fucking day-to-day Rock Nation on any level, first thing. Second, a lot of people actually thought that. Though. Uh, people should know that. He does not run the day-to-day of any of those companies. That's first thing. Second thing, Live Nation owns half of that company. Mm-hmm. They also, because of, you have to understand something, 60% of their revenue is from touring. So, yes, they're going to cut fucking funding, you dumb fucks. <laughs> yes, they're going to lay people off because guess what? They're also probably going to get a PPP loan because, yes, they need money to actually stay afloat because they don't have touring money coming in. Right. You people are the fucking densest motherfuckers I have ever seen in my fucking life. Because every time y'all get somebody in a position that can actually help y'all, y'all rail against them because apparently y'all don't like... So here's the thing. That y'all can say, and this is the thing. I, I've seen this multiple times, so I'm going to say this. Yes, should there be billionaires in this world? Probably not. There should not. There probably shouldn't. Oh, because I, I saw that meme where it says, once you reach a $999 million cap, then all the rest of that money you make should go toward... Uh, there, should there be billionaires? Probably not. I'm, I'm not going to say one way or the other, but, you, you know, it probably shouldn't. That much wealth should probably not be attributed to one person. You're right. Okay, I agree with that. With that being said is this. We have to operate within what we have. We can't change the system tomorrow. The system is what it is as it stands now. If y'all want to make actual change, y'all need to take advantage of the resources that we have now. And right now we have people who are actually billionaires who want to fucking help, but y'all keep fucking counter countermanding everything they're trying to do by with these stupid conspiracy theories that are going against everything because y'all fall for every fucking stupid article y'all read without actually doing your own research. Yeah, because... Don't y'all like are fucking research. emotional sheep. You're fucking mentally dumb. And I hate you all. 
Well, go ahead. I hate you all. I, I, and, this, and when I say all, I mean all you people that believe these dumb conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. these dumb articles y'all read without actually doing your own research. Because y'all believe everything somebody tell y'all. If I told y'all the sky was pink, you motherfuckers believe it if I post it on Twitter. Because that's how y'all sound every day. Mm-hmm. That's how you fucker sound. Because y'all choose, I'm going to just see it on the internet and it must be fact. Oh, fuck it. Just stupid. It's fucking lazy. It's fucking stupid. It's irresponsible. And y'all, it's counterproductive. Very much so. So, Deshaun Jackson. I know a, a plenty of Deshauns, but Deshaun Jackson, yes, what about Everybody that? knows Deshaun. He's always light-skinned, usually. No, actually, the ones I knew were dark. Ha, ha, ha. It depends on how you spell their name. Well, this one, he, D-E, Sean, like S-H-A-D-A. That's usually dark-skinned, Sean. Light-skinned Sean is Deshaun, D-E-S-A. S E A N. That's the light skinned version. Okay, maybe I'll give you that. Maybe. Maybe. S E A N is always light skin shine or white shine. One or the other. <laughs> one or the other. It's usually one or the other. <laughs> so, whatever the case may be. Deshaun Jackson. So, first of all, Louis Farrakhan gave a speech on 4th of July. I'm not going to get into details about the problematic nature of Louis Farrakhan in general because I just thought it would be a long-ass podcast and I got time No, no, I will say this. A couple of people, he actually did, like, come out and say, like, with him against the LBG community and stuff like that. He said that he did not have a problem with them per se. He, they said he, he said a lot of shocking things that people weren't expecting. But like, some things he's still consistent about, like anti-Semitism and all those things that I can't rock with. Gotcha. So, yes, a broken clock is right twice a day. But if your overarching history tells me with how you feel, I'm 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 gonna go by that. Okay. So his and right, he may have he may have his his feelings about the, that community may have evolved, but the way he talks about women is not, mm-hmm. because everything he says is always directed towards black black men. It's always about men. Everything is about men. It's always about men because men apparently are the foundation. That's how, that's how his belief. It's not true. Yeah, okay. I mean, no, I now I agree in that. Except, but he he does when he he breaks down the history of certain things that have happened for black. Well, people yeah, and, history is fine. I, he he can have historically ac- accurate um, details, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But your thoughts about how our community in general and people and because you, my thing is this: none of the shit you want to achieve cannot happen without black women. Exactly. And so if they're not included in that goal, then fuck you. That's my thing. So with that being said, he, during his uh, rhetoric, he made some comments about um, um, Jewish people, um, something to that effect. And so there was a book that somebody, it was a quote from a book or something that Deshaun Jackson, who was a NFL player and he plays for the Eagles, mm-hmm. um, he shared a quote from it. And the quote, first of all, was anti-Semitic, you know, and what what it speaks to in general. And it's another conspiracy theory. Black, there's, and especially perpetuated in the black community, mm-hmm. that Jewish people control everything. Oh, wait, I think I actually saw part of that on TMZ because... Didn't somebody else want to have a discussion with Deshaun Jackson? Julius Edelman, who yeah. is Jewish. Yeah. 
Yeah, Julian Edelman wanted to who was um who plays for the Patriots wanted to have a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. But the 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 thoughts that he ex- he expressed were not uncommon because it's something that's expressed in the in the black community quite often mm-hmm. that Jews con- Jewish people control everything in this world. Um and it also dismisses what they went through in the Holocaust. Right. Because and the fact is they still treat they get they still get mistreated in this country. They there are certain stereotypes about Jewish people that are still perpetuated every day. So instead of embracing us embracing each other and understanding that we've all been through similar things as far as the treatment in this world, whether it's by the US or whether it's by Nazi Germany, whatever, we've all had similar experiences. We're, and, and what is it equal across the board? No, it's not. It's not. And I'm not going to say it is. But we tend to lump Jewish people in with all white people, and that's not true. That's right. not an accurate assessment. It's not just at not. All. Because the reality is, they the way they were treated, they were treated as the low, the the fucking scum of that. Yeah, I mean, minute. look at like Hitler threw them in fucking gas chambers during the Holocaust, and had concentration camps set up for them because he hated the way that they looked. So yeah, but again, when you have the extremist woke people who just fuck everybody else and all black power. Fuck Jewish people, white power. Fuck the Chinese. Fuck the Mexicans. Fuck all of them. It's just black power, black power. Didn't it just? Eh. I, I I can't get with that because then they can turn around and say fuck us too. Like why are you still in bind over slavery? Get over it. Blah blah blah. Like no. So yeah. So because I wanted to post even it, it, it incorrectly attributed one of the quotes to Hitler saying that uh. Jews will extort America and have a plan for world domination. It's that whole idea um, that Jews um, uh, perpetuated the 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 treatment of black people because they didn't want because they the black people are the true uh, the true uh, children of Jerusalem or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's it's one of those. Like, it's a, it's something that's been perpetuated in the black community for a very long time. Let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Um, And he, because Farrakhan is called Jew Satanic, and and my thing is this: we gotta spewing hatred. We are we are we are consistently trying to fight against hatred. That is our goal. We t- we talk about it every day. That is that is the goal of Black Lives Matter. That is the goal of all the things that we've been fighting for for hundreds of years. Right. So perpetuating those same feelings of hatred towards the Jewish community, towards the LGBTQ um, IA community, which still happens in the Black community quite often, um, because that's still a thing. Um, it's 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 fucked up, and we considering we know what it's like to be treated that way and know how that shit feels we of all people should know better mm-hmm. we should of all people know the impact of those feelings and how, what they how they what they have on other people and we should avoid it at all costs but unfortunately as again black people tend to believe every conspiracy theory they hear we just kind of go with whatever the narrative is and we kind of just roll with the punches and it's like no we can't do that we have to, at some point, say, you know what? I'm going to figure this shit out myself 
and learn real answers before I started just jumping on whatever bandwagon you because that's how we get in this situation in the first place is just listening to other people instead of doing the shit ourselves. Right. So I just we got to figure this shit out. Um, we do. So, if you buy a dress mm-hmm. and you post it on Instagram, mm-hmm. are you required to tag the owner, um, the the person you bought it from? Um, if I bought the dress from a local like boutique, um, are you required? Require. Are you required specifically no. required? No. Okay. Unless I'm asked. If you're if so, if that was the part of the agreement, if that was the yes. uh, right. So. And first of all, I think this is also just part of people's hate for the Kardashians in general. Mm-hmm. But so Kylie Jenner posted a dress. And so she posted herself in a dress. Somebody on Twitter said Kylie is refusing to uh, credit the designer. But I'm like, but did she was that part of the agreement? Or did she just buy the dress? Right. Because technically her buying the dress is supporting the designer, ain't it? Mm-hmm. But people wanted her to post. And like, look, you understand how much money she gets to post people's shit? She's not going to post it for free. But if she posted herself in the dress, it's on that designer at that point to say, yo, Kylie wore my dress or direct people to the post and say, yo, so-and-so wore this dress. Look at this dress. It's on sale now in this store. You could have did that yourself. Right. But everybody wants free promotion. It's like, nigga, she makes, she's a fucking billionaire. You think she about to just put, her, her, put everybody on her fucking Instagram? But people bullied her into doing the shit because they bugged her enough about it. It became a thing, so she did tag her in her story. But again, if you buy something, I don't care if you are a celebrity or or a nigga on the corner number two, you are not required to tag them or post who it is that you purchased it from. I don't think Kroger, every time I go to the grocery store, you don't see me taking pictures of my groceries like, yo, thanks to Kroger. That's not how this shit works. It's not the sh- that's not I, how that I shit. I kind of actually laugh when I see people do stupid stuff. Like, well, I won't call it stupid, but some people are just like, hey, I, I got this uh, nice uh, set of oranges from the Joe Brand Dazzles. Thank you. And it, it's just like, so what, what's the point? Like, Look, I, if you choose to highlight a business, that is your choice. Exactly. But I am not. You are it, Who are you to tell me what the fuck I need to post on my page? That's simple put. People and are people, thirsty for attention. People just and like and I like I said, I feel like people are just trying to take it as another way to take a shot at one of the Kardashians. Yeah, which is fine if that's what y'all want to do, but just admit y'all was stupid. People um, like to people because it, it exposes them and then they feel embarrassed and then it's like they have to go and take that long walk of shame. But unfortunately, we've all had to take that long walk of shame. So stop trying to be a pussy about it and just own up to the shit. And just learn from that mistake so you don't have to make it again. Everybody hates DJ Academics. Why does he still exist? Why does he even have a career still? I don't know. <laughs> but him what, and um, do do now? him and Freddie Gibbs got into a beef because Freddie Gibbs a couple weeks ago was in an interview and he basically said that Jeezy wasn't relevant musically, which is true. Because Freddie Gibbs used to be signed to Jeezy. So... Okay. Question was posed to him. He was like, well, Jeezy's not really relevant musically. It wasn't a diss. It was just the reality of what it is. He mm-hmm. wasn't. Academics apparently decided he took it upon himself to take to come to defend Jeezy's honor 
and basically said that Freddie, you just got hot. You ain't been hot. Blah blah blah. This you ain't this. Blah blah blah. So of course, Freddie, Freddie's been responding with all jokes the whole time. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, academics came out like show your taxes and all this other bullshit. And it's like, nigga, the fuck, talking about I got more money than you. My house bigger than you. Okay, some shit. we're not trumping this guy. Like, like it was just all kinds of dumb on. shit trying to. It was stupid. It was stupid. And 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 Freddie Gibbs responded like, nigga, I'm gonna come on your show and squeeze your titties. Like that's the kind of shit he was wow. saying. To <laughs> He was speaking all jokes the entire time. Yeah. All jokes. Because in those situations, yeah. I mean, you know. I'm about to fight DJ Academics. What the fuck? DJ Academics ain't nobody. Exactly. So, whatever the case may be. So then, DJ DJ Academics decided to to go further. So he was on Twitch, because he's always on Twitch playing video games. It's just one of his platforms. So I guess he started talking and he made a comment about Chrissy Teigen. Because I guess he said she threw shade for me and is like, John Legend to get his bitch, blah, 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 bitch, bitch, bitch. He called her a bitch multiple times. Oh, and Chrissy Teigen will drag. But he Let's went on, he went too far. He was like, John Legend didn't check his bitch, blah, blah, all this shit. So, of course, yeah, he got no, suspended from Complex for two days and, and Twitch banned him. As he um, should. But he needs to watch that shit because somebody's going to snuff his ass. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's going to be quick. Like, he need to understand something. Like, nigga... You a bitch. My thing is that you can't talk shit when fucking Vic Mensa was on the show next to you wanting to slap you and you was sitting there quiet as shit. Exactly. Vic Mensa was in your face like, nigga, I really think you a bitch and I want to slap you. And you ain't like, do shit. Exactly. And that that's it. That's it. Bitch-made niggas. It's like, you, you, those are the type of men that they, they come after women and, and try to use that. But then it's like when you, you try to go toe-and-toe with a man, you're basically on hush mode. You are a bitch, man, also, nigga. Also, Pushy and Drake are still beefing. Why? I well, thought we settled this already. Well, no, so, well, no, first of all, Drake and Stone subliminals has pushed ever since this. But whatever, I guess it was, um. so Pop Smoke album came out a few weeks, a couple weeks ago. Uh, Recipes Pop Smoke by his way. I was going to say, did he die? Okay. He yeah, got he killed died. a few months ago. Yeah. Um, which, oh, you know, Shasta, they, they actually arrested five suspects in his murder. Wow. And basically the way they said is that, because I guess it was a, um, so something happened, his address got leaked on, on Snapchat or some shit, and I guess they said it wasn't anything like, like, wasn't premeditated. We just, we saw the address and we went to his house to rob him. And I guess they're saying that they got shot at, and there was they shot at him, and that's like that he died because they broke in his house. Mm. So that's what they're saying how it happened. Whatever the case may be, it was five kids, like a couple of these kids, like under like kids, kids like seventeen, wow. like young kids. Whatever the case may be, um, so it's unreleased. So I guess there's an unreleased track because Pop was signed to um, pushing his manager. So there was unreleased track on the album with um, Pusha, um, Young Thug, and Gunna. Mm-hmm. Featuring, and I guess on in Pusha verse, it was kind of a subliminal shot at Drake. Well, I, the song didn't get released initially because it was gonna be on the deluxe version of the album, I guess. Right. Young Thug comes out and basically calls Pusha out and say, "I don't fuck with that. I don't. I don't like that you did this." While I was on the song because he's friends with Drake, so he don't want to be construed that he was part of this anything like that. And it's like, nigga, what the fuck? You on the song? I'm like whatever. Right. So he called Pusha out, and Pusha was like, first of all, nigga." I don't care about none of this shit. Like, at the end of the day, nobody would have knew the song was about him until, and the label didn't even know, and that nigga probably heard it and snitched, because that's what he is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, snitch. that nigga, and I don't deal with snitch, and I don't deal with police nigga, or police, like, a police nigga, like, it's dumb. Um, or whatever the case may be. And it's like, so, it became a thing where uh, Young Thug and Push went back and forth online for a minute, but Push was like, look, you know, I don't fucking care. 
I'm the one that asked you to be on the song in the first place. Right. I requested you. So you wouldn't know you'd been on the song for one for me, nigga. But whatever the case may be. Mm-mm. So that was something simple. I'm just kind of going through the scene. We're doing quick because I'm not going to get through everything today. Cause some of the things I'm going to say for the next episode because well, it's well, just well. a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit. So yeah, I'm, through it. I'm not going to go through all that stuff today. <laughs> we're already at two hours. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Ring a ding, ding. Gilly a kid. You know, you know who Gilly a kid is? Is that a rapper? He was a rapper. He now hosts a podcast with his cousin, Rallo, um, Wallo, and they, um, Million Dollars a Game. He, That's the name of the podcast? Yeah, Million Dollars a, um, yeah, Million Dollar Podcast. But he, uh, he used to do these, like, Twitter or uh, Instagram posts where he's like, Million Dollars a Game or whatever, and that was how it started. Okay. Whatever the case may be. So I guess a clip surfaced from four years ago where somebody asked him, why he don't be talking about Black Lives Matter. He was talking about how he don't fuck with it because he's like, all, and he responded, all lives matter. And he started giving the whole, why did Black Lives Matter when that nigga tried to kill me and my cousin or something? Like, he was going through all And this is a black person. He was a black person. He was talking about, basically, he was talking about all the times niggas in the hood tried to kill him. So, no, it's all lives matter. Y'all niggas ain't, because niggas in the hood don't care about no black lives. Y'all niggas don't care to trying to kill. Like, that's basically what's his argument. So, okay. so I guess this clip research, but this is from four years ago. So, I guess it resurfaced. So he gave a response, and he said, "Y'all niggas, like I heard this clip res- re- uh, resurfaced, and blah blah blah." And he his his re- his response was, "Nigga, I, I yeah. First of all, I do support the movement now. You know, I just had my son, and and Sha- I just gave a shout out to my son and Sean King, which is the wrong person to give a shout out to, but whatever." <laughs> um, and he just of all talked the about names. He dropped Sean King. Okay. And he talked about. Um, <laughs> How he oh, gave a baby. shot to them or whatever the case may be. <laughs> but my issue is fraud supporting fraud. The issue is this: y'all niggas got to stop because y'all just gave the, he just gave the same argument that every white person go, um, gives against Black Lives Matter about black on black crime because that's essentially what he said. Yep, yep. And the reality is this: black on black black crime is a myth because guess what? Black crime is dictated by proximity. Right, because, I mean, at the end of the day, there's white-on-white crime. There's, I mean, everybody... Well, no, there is no white-on-white crime because we don't call it that. But it happens because right. guess what? If you're going to commit a crime, you're going to commit a crime in a place, in an area you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go to a different neighborhood and commit a crime. Exactly. You're not going to go... If I'm, in, if, I'm, if I'm black, if I live in the hood, if I have never been outside the hood, I'm not going to then go to a suburb where I don't know anything and try to rob somebody because you're going to get caught. True. Because you don't know where the police are. You don't know how, how often they come around. That's just not smart. So if you're going to commit crime, you're going to commit crime in the area you're most comfortable in. And for black people, that tends to be in their own community, just like it is for anybody else in the white community. Because guess what? Whenever you see, when you used to watch Cops or any other crime show. You didn't guess see what? white people go to the hood and let They were in their the own fucking neighborhood. Yeah their own trailer parks or wherever the fuck they were. <laughs> like, let's be clear here. So, like, it's the same bullshit. Like, y'all need to understand it. It's a myth. We don't call white, uh, Asian or Asian crime that. We don't call... Oh, people commit crimes in their proximity of the people they live around. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that black people are built or live, live on top of each other. This is re- and they live, in, they live in areas that are are financially adverse so yes, there are going to be times where they commit crimes against each other because guess what? If a little one person get a little something, I'm gonna take it from you because I ain't got it. That's how that shit works. Now I, I think that so uh, 
this is a minor devil's advocate I'm playing here. I think where certain people's interpretation of why this the, they have this argument about, well, what about black on black crime, even though we know that's a myth. But I guess the problem is, is that if we as a community, are, are, we're going to come together as a black community to stop like police brutality and to fight back against racism, we have to make sure that we're doing our part to stop fighting against each other. And I think that's the message, but of course, a lot of people are not going to think along that, that wrong with well, perspective. I'll say this, because um, I think Lupe was talking about this because he's from Chicago, and Chicago is, oh, yeah, is a war a zone. Oh, yeah, it's a hot spot, yeah. It's a fucking war zone. So, yeah, he understands that, yeah, we need to, uh, there are things that, yes, systemically, we need to, we need to, we need to, we need to get rid of systemic racism and all those things. We need to really get all that shit. We also need to take care of our communities for sure. Mm-hmm. But part of taking care of our community is eliminating the systemic racism and the systems in place that make it so we don't have the resources in our community which lead to those crimes being um, occurring. Because reality is, the reason these crimes are, a lot of the reason the reason crimes are occurring is because it's a battle over limited resources. Exactly. And when the resources are limited, if you got a little and I ain't got nothing, I want yours because I ain't got no way to get nothing. That's just the reality of if I have limited resources, it's, it's, it's just the reality of what, the nature of the beast. So if we are able to eliminate those systems that are put in place to keep black people oppressed and keep them with limited access to things, then it will also provide opportunities for those people who are otherwise taking from their people and allow them other opportunities to do other things and use their energy in more positive ways. So it is a means to an end because the reality is I can tell you, I can, and yes, they're also, but part of this also, we need stronger gun control laws, but the reality is that's not going to happen as long as though, as long as that systemic is in process because those conservatives are never going to give up their rights to those guns. They believe that they deserve that right and 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 we're never going to get them to... And the thing is, we're not even trying to take away the white. We're just trying to make it harder for crazy people to get them or the wrong people to get them. So yeah. it's it's just... It's a it's a challenge because there are so many layers to the argument. Yes. Do I want niggas in the hood to stop killing each other? Like, of course I do. And I think they should. Mm-hmm. But I also understand that these niggas is fighting over scraps. Exactly. And when you fight over scraps, niggas, do, niggas start doing desperate shit. Desperate time to call some different measures. Mm-hmm. Do is is it right? No, it's definitely not right. But I just I definitely know it happens, and I'm, I'm not gonna act like it don't. And I I'm not act like I don't know why it happens. Um, but the shit, yeah. But the reality is, yes, we definitely should be outraged when three year old kids are getting caught in a crossfire. These dumbass shootings and shit like that. That shit. Anybody that's not outraged by it should get their ass whooped. Simple, simple put, like it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um. And this, <laughs> I just want to read this a little quick because this probably a little humorous to piggyback from earlier. Uh, This might be the laugh of the day, maybe not the laugh of the day, but somebody says, this is the say no to struggle love post because somebody apparently said, I want to honor my beautiful wife, Melissa, for allowing me the time to change into the man I am today. You stayed through the cheating, the lying, and the plain out disrespect. I can't give you back the years, but I can make up for it for the rest of our Years, but he put the apostrophe between it and you're not supposed to because that's not more than one. It's, okay. I love you. Um, at It's her, her, I guess her Instagram name, at Nurse Finney. Hashtag relationship goals. 
Uh, and then, of course, yeah, people are going in on the comments and they're like, shit. Like, so basically, break a woman and she's still standing next to me looking stupid, but I'm the real man now. Um, someone else said, I commend anyone who can go through some bullshit and still remain married. I'm going to leave, but I commend you. <laughs> um, then um, somebody said, the thing is, why do women have to constantly go through proving their loyalty through and through? before some of these men get their non-emotional lack of empathy, detachment, mental together. And then somebody said in response, because we're men and y'all know men grow slower at things like that. And it's been scientifically proven. The yeah, I always want to talk about science to, prove their, to, to, to support the reason for street and cheating. Um, <laughs> yeah, so again, <laughs> so, man, stop fucking making excuses. Just get your fucking shit together and learn how to be a fucking man. So that, that was the same argument. It was some pastor a couple years ago that talked about how his wife... Oh, you're, you're talking about John Grace. Fuck him. Yeah, it was the same situation where he talked ass. about... And I'm sorry, he talked about yeah, He talked it. about... Yeah, he talked about yes. the same thing, how his wife stood through... Because there. At first, he blamed the devil. That was his excuse. It was the devil that made him cheat. No, sir, it was your in lack of bitch-assness that caused you to cheat. Don't fucking... This is also an issue I have in, in Christianity, too, because even though I am a Christian, but you cannot blame everything on the devil because sometimes... We do stuff to ourselves where it, we have to pretty much call on God to get us out of the situation. It's not always the devil's fault, sweetie. You you saw a woman, you got tempted, and you allow your temptations to override the, the spirituality of yourself, and you also allowed it to o- override the, the vows you took upon in your marriage. And But this is also the same person that, that tried to glorify the, the marriage and say, like, oh, we should, we should treat our women like queens and blah, 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 and she should submit and blah, 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 but then you step out. And then, of course, she stayed. She didn't get a divorce. But this is exactly why I would rather stay single for the rest of my life than to be foolish enough to get back into an entanglement or marriage, whatever the fuck you want to call it, just so I can say I got a man because a lot of you have not healed from your own self wound, inflicted but, wounds. And so my thing is this. So what I say today is you're right. Uh, he was wrong. First of all, I didn't agree with what he said. Yeah. However, what I will say is this. We talked about this earlier, but everybody doesn't realize they, they fucking tra- traumatize until they get into those situations. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I can have been in 10 different relationships, situationships, entanglements, whatever. Until you truly are in love with someone, there are certain parts of your emotions that you never tap into. Yeah. So until you get in that situation where you're like truly giving yourself to someone else, it's a different thing. Well, uh, and you don't even know if you have the ability to do it until you're in that situation. Yeah. So what I will say is there is a certain level of understanding that happens that has to happen in any relationship. I'm not saying you should allow everybody to cheat on you, but you are there are certain things in the relationship that are going to happen. You're not going to, it's not going to be an easy fix. It's going to be something that may be long and drawn. It may take a few months. It may take a year. It don't, I don't know. So the point of a relationship, especially in marriage, is, is my mom and dad went through a lot of shit. And I saw all of it. You did. Yeah, I saw all of it. But I also knew that they, at the end of the day, they were going to push through everything. And that's the thing. If I learned anything from my parents is... Things can get really bad, and they did. 
But if y'all truly love each other and y'all have that and y'all also care about each other and really, really like y'all can overcome some shit, it's not going to be a simple thing. And it, it may not be an ideal situation, but sometimes you have to go through a storm to understand what you that, yo, this is where I should be. This is where I want to be. This is the best person for me. Sometimes you don't really, like, you may think you know it, but it's not until you run into a challenge. Because I always say, my dad told me a long time ago, and I learned this a long time ago, the, 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 the challenge or the, the strength of any relationship is how y'all handle your toughest battle. Do y'all come through it, on, do y'all come through it better? Mm-hmm. Or do y'all come through it worse? What, the, what that battle may be is different for everybody. The challenge is, are you going to tough it out with me? Or are you going to walk away at the first sign of, cha- um, of a challenge or trouble? And that's the thing. A lot of people, the reason that a lot of marriages don't last while we have a 50% divorce rate or whatever the rate is now is because... Way more than 50. Way more than 50. I'm sure it is. I, I don't know. But the reason it is because a lot of people are not willing to deal with those challenges. Now, I'm not saying it's all of them. There are some where it's like those challenges are just unacceptable. Right. I'm not about to deal with you cheating on me with or everybody. Or being in the somebody. And or abuse, on, or yeah. whether it's physical or mental. I'm not expecting anybody to deal with that. Those are, there are certain things that are shit that should be unreconcilable. There are certain things that are like, there is no compromise on this. You are not about to, you shouldn't be able to mentally abuse anyone. You should not be able to verbally abuse anyone. You should not be able to physically abuse anyone. And you should not feel like you can just cheat on me with everybody you see. Mm-hmm. A one-time indiscretion, there is more... If And it's, it's not just the, oh, I'm sorry for the indiscretion. Do it's, y'all need counseling? Well, therapy. no, there has to be work put in to say, yes. you need to show me that you're in a better place or and then it's not going to happen. Out. That's the thing. There has to be work behind it. I, I don't want to... It's not a situation where you just, oh, you cheated. Okay, I'm going to forgive you. No, nigga. Female, whatever, women or men, there has to be work put behind those words. And that's <coughs> the issue is that a lot of people ain't ready to do the You're work. They're not. Because they, they think that saying I'm sorry is supposed to equal, oh, yeah, I put in the work because I said I'm sorry. And unfortunately... Um, yeah, because some people don't like apologizing because that means... And, and, and uh, even an apology doesn't make you it, it has to It humbles you, and they don't have... They, they feel... It, it, they, it hurts their pride. And honestly, a what lot it is, of... Apologizing admits that you know you hurt that person. Yep. Doing the work admits that you understand the impact and you actually have remorse for hurting that person. Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of relationships are, are one way because, I mean... In hindsight, it's a two-way street, but in the majority of situations, and also with me, in my past situationships, uh, pretty much it was a lot one way, with the exception of the last incident, but that was just a complete, like... Cluster. Yeah. What it um, is right now? Cluster. What it is right now? Real, you're going to do a bust of Rhymes remix? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then that's that's the part where game it becomes banging. straight uh, game bang. No, not yeah. Anyways, yeah, I was wasting my time drinking that wine, smoking that smoke, and yes, I've been delivered. Uh, but yeah, and that that's again, that's where again you you have to be comfortable. You have to be okay with yourself because at the end of the day, some of us probably might not be relationship material. 
or we need a lot more time to stay to ourselves to to figure that out instead of always trying to be in the rush to find the the next person that we can keep in our bed or just as a distraction stuff like that because I mean I, I went through that phase too after that that breakup with him where honestly I didn't want a relationship but I needed distraction so I could stop thinking about him which and Ashley's favorite distraction is dick no it's not don't say that. do not say Okay, maybe at one point, hypothetically, like years ago. Yes, that was years ago. But we're talking about now. We're not talking about. <laughs> but you live and you learn. That was great. Okay. That was fucking awesome. You live and you learn, though. Well, no, it's like my biggest thing. I mean, my biggest pet peeve in relationships in general, or even attempting a relationship, I despise one way communication. Yes. If I feel like, and I, I've, I have a couple of situations like that now, but whatever. Um, instances that are examples I could use, but I'm not going to get into detail about anything, but whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. If I get to a point where I feel like I only communicate with, I only hear from you when I reach out, I'm going to stop communicating. Because yep. it's just not, everybody wants to feel like you actually have some type of interest in them. Mm-hmm. And if you don't communicate and it's like a one-sided thing where I have to initiate the conversation, I just tell them you don't have any, you can talk, you can sweet talk and give me all the bullshit. I'm going through it. Well, tell me that. Mm-hmm. Or tell me, you know what, right now, I'm just falling back. Don't try to, like, that shit's annoying to me. Like, because I don't know what's going on in your life. Because guess what? You don't talk to me. Yeah. Until I reach out. And and it's I, like, that's yeah, and that's annoying. another, I think, too. Also, so, I'm a firm believer that you make time for what you want to do. Um, I also don't like that, yeah, that, that's a definite thing. And I, I've been preaching that for years. Not even just with relationships, but also with friendships, too. Which is why <laughs> some people are on the uh, distant side of my spectrum. Um, you'll figure that out. Um, anyways, uh, another thing I can't say, because I, I saw a, a Facebook friend of mine make this post saying that, ladies, uh, if more of y'all shot y'all shot, y'all probably could be in a relationship by now. And I, I feel like that kind of speaks to the fact that a lot more men are, have grown lazy to where they feel like, um, I actually heard one of my male friends say, like, I mean... I really don't like going up and approaching women. They need to start coming to me. And I'm like, well, you just don't be a lonely sucker because why do you insist on thinking that it's the woman's job to to shoot their shot at a man? So I'm going to tell you what, men, what these guys believe. So when women say they want to be treated as equals. Oh, here, I, I get where you're going now. When, when, this, is how, this is how they feel. This is how they feel. They feel like... Because women want equal pay, they want equal treatment, they want all these things to be equal. Mm-hmm. Because women want to be treated equal, that means that they should have to do the same thing that men do when it comes to courting or approaching men. It's, mm-hmm. it's just how some of these guys feel like, yo, why, if she want to be equal, why shouldn't she do this? It's a stupid idea, but that's just how some of these guys think. They think, yo, she want to be treated equal, so she should be, she should, she can approach me. My thing is this, if a woman is interested in you, mm-hmm. you'll know it. Let's be clear. If a woman really wants to talk to you, she'll approach you if she wants to. But if she don't, nigga, she wasn't interested in you. Exactly. So just call it a day. But that's an ego hit. And guys don't want it. It's the thing. Guys' egos are more easily bruised than women's. Than men, women by far because a guy don't guys don't like rejection. They don't. Most that's of these why guys they start pulling out guns. There and are women, there are women. Somebody who, said no. it's, it's it's ridiculous to me that women are literally afraid to say no to a guy yep. because they're fear for their safety because these niggas yeah, is I, fucking I, I, I ego. I've heard it a couple of times before. Yeah. 
like that we actually had women get killed or get shot because she said no to a nigga. Or be taken I know advantage women, of. I know women who actually give their number out because they're afraid to say no to a nigga. Yep. It's just ridiculous to me. And you niggas need to understand something. No woman owes you shit. None at all. I don't care if you buy her drinks, None fucking dinner. I don't all. care if it's a fucking lobster and steak. I don't care if you take her to fucking Ruth Chris, fucking Ocean Prime, fucking Morton's. I don't give a fuck where you take her, what you spend. I don't give a fuck. She don't owe you shit. She don't owe you her time. She don't owe you her attention. She don't owe you a damn thing. If she chooses to give you that attention, that's fine. Now, if she chooses not to give you that attention, that's also fine. Yep. My only thing is, if you don't want to give me attention, just let me know so I can, I can, right. you know, I can wash and my hands. Did up you ever see the uh, the clip from our podcast where we actually had this discussion? Like, is a woman obligated to give a man sex if they were to go out of town and he paid for the whole trip and et cetera, et cetera? Ooh, I didn't hear it, but I've had that conversation with guys. Oh, and it's, it's yeah, a rough and conversation. of course, like, uh, and of course, it, it really turned into a whole battle on the sexist thing because, of course, we pleaded as women, like, no. It is not our obligation to have sex with a man if they choose to take us on a trip out of town. And then, of course, here goes a man. Well, if I spending all this money and we sleeping in the same hotel room, yeah, I'm going to want to fuck. And if you come and you you don't have intentions on fucking, I'm going to be pissed because I feel like I wasted my money. Because, I mean, I'm like, so your, your intentions of going out of town is just to simply fuck somebody? Or are you going out of town to actually explore the town, have a good time, create memories? So... You're basically, you're, you're taking this woman on a trip just for, for pussy. Is basically so here's the saying. thing. People need to understand your standing. You need to understand where you are. Mm-hmm. If y'all have either already been intimate or, even if y'all already have, that still don't mean that if you take on a trip, you should exactly. get hits. That's the first thing. But you're probably more likely to get if you've already been intimate. That's the yeah. first thing. Mm-hmm. Or... If y'all have kind of been building towards that, it's been a conversation, y'all been flirting, y'all may have messed around a little bit, y'all made out, whatever the case may be. Right. You're probably more likely to get it in. But even then, even if all of that is true, she don't owe you shit if you take her on the trip. Because at the end of the day, nigga, that's your choice to spend that money. Mm -hmm. She didn't tell you, hey, take me on this trip and I'm going to give you pussy. Right. And again, even if she tells you that and she get there and she don't get you pussy, guess what? That's her right because that's what consent is, you dumb Because I said to these, and I said to these men, I brought up, what if she's not in the mood or something happens or she doesn't feel good? Like anything could happen and she decides to change. Are you going to be mad? Are you going to turn into an angry man and what, try to force yourself on her? I mean, no, I'm just saying, yeah, stuff happened. But, you know, I mean, because I, if I spend all this money, I feel like I should get something out of it. Okay, pussy does not have a price. No, it does not. Unless you are, uh, you work at a strip club. Unless you are a prostitute. Or a sex worker. Or a sex worker. Like if you're a sex worker or you're a porn star, mm-hmm. pussy does not have a price. Right. Unless you're the city girls and your song is called Pussy Talk. Period. Outside of that, <laughs> pussy does not have a price. So with that being said, you telling me or telling, are you taking a woman on a trip I don't care if that trip is to fucking France or Florence fucking Italy. the most fancy. I don't care if that shit's to Dubai, Abu Dhabi. 
I don't give a fuck where it is, nigga. St. Lucia on the wherever, island. Wherever beautiful, elegant, amazing, expensive-ass place you take this woman to. At no point does she owe you a damn thing. If you, as a nigga, fly a woman out to somewhere, it does not mean she owes you sex. The shit that happened a couple years ago with Future, when that girl... um. They, I guess they had met in the studio before. Oh, is this where that I'm good, I'm love, uh, uh, I'm, I'm I'm good, good love and joy, love. good love and joy? Yeah, that's where that came from. That's where okay. that came from because because I always she, heard it, but I was the like, girl was like, she got on Twitter or something. She basically was like, yo, I met I met Future. We met in the studio. We hung out. We just kind of chopped it up, and it was a really good vibe. So I hit him up. Oh lord, we hit. We was talking or whatever, and then he was in. I hit. He hit me up. Always talking, and he's like, yeah, I'm in L. A. And he's like, yo, you want to come out here or whatever? He's like, she's like, I wish I could see you. He's like, well, yo, why don't you, you know, come to L.A.? And he was like, yo, you pay for your flight. I'll reimburse you when you get here. And he had the hotel and everything set up. And so when they was talking, like, he was on some, yeah, you know, when they was talking and shit, he was trying to get her to, you know, you know. Do the Well, at first he was talking to, like, yo, you know, like, send me a pic with you. And, like, he was trying to, you know, he was trying to get in that bag. And she was just like, I'm not in that mood. I just always going to, you know, chill and, like, vibe out like we did when he was in the studio. And he was like, oh, okay. I'm good, and love, and joy. That was kind of yes. like where it left it. He curved her. And so then she, um, he kind of just dissed her. And then all of a sudden when she left to go get something to eat at some point, I think either the next day or something, she, he, she went back to the hotel and he had checked her out. Like, he never, of course, he never gave her money. I fucking hate Future. Like, he is like the poster boy for all fuckboys. So it's Seriously. like, it's the thing, like, she, if she never agreed or that wasn't her intention, you can't. Get mad because you chose to. Tantrum. You chose to head your bet on assuming that because you future or whoever you were, that she was down to fuck. Because again, she don't have to be down to fuck. She could not feel like fucking you, yeah. or she not want to fuck you. Men, like there's this assumption that if a woman comes around, it's just like the whole Netflix and kill, chill thing. A woman come on your crib, that doesn't mean she want to fuck you, dog. But it's all. But the reality is. Men, if they want to come over a chick crib, or they that's their intention, so they assume the woman wants the same thing, right? And so that's all they they riding off the hey, look, look, I invite you over to Netflix and chill. I mean, we go fuck, right? right. That's what they're assuming without getting confirmation from her. So if it don't happen and they all mad about it, no, nigga, you operated on that assumption. She actually came over to watch a fucking movie. So, <laughs> so I was briefly uh, talking to someone last year. And of course, I don't talk to that person no more because really it was it was a friendship basis thing. And I guess it was like at first I thought maybe maybe I like this person. But then as I started to pay attention to them more, I was just like, no, they they could just be one of the homies. Because, I mean, again, they they were real good at cooking. We had very, very great conversations. So basically he was going to she added him to the stable of like, yeah, you know, sometime in the game, you, oh, you can cook. Yeah, you go in this category. That's what she did. Anyways, um, but it was obvious, like, I guess he apparently liked me or whatever, because, you know, he was doing this, the things, you know, that guys like, you know, sending all the random messages and stuff like that. And it's just like he wasn't picking up on nonverbal communications. So the very last conversation he and I had, because I had just came back from Orlando and um, he kept like, like it was getting on my nerves because he kept like every like five seconds in a conversation he's like yeah so when we gonna hang out again you know because it's been you know almost two months since we hung out and and i'm just like yeah i got that but i'll I'll let you know back to the conversation we continue to talk three minutes later 
Yeah, so um, we we are gonna hang out soon, right? Mm. Again, I'll let you know. Back to the conversation. So then, um, we I, I forgot what how we even yeah. I I think he was asking about what I was doing at the end of the week, and I said um I don't know it was, it was something I had to do or whatever. And he was just like, well, I mean, if you're gonna be out and about, um, maybe you could probably you know come stop by here and hang out. And I, I have reached that breaking point where I was just like, okay, I'm going to say this in the nicest way possible because I'm trying to hurt your feelings when I say this, but please do not keep harassing me and asking me about when we're going to hang out because it's annoying. I will let you know when we're going to hang out. And I was talking exactly like this, but his response was, oh, 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 you know, yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. Um, Yeah, you know what? I ain't going to bug you no more. Uh, Yeah, now I got to go. Click. And that was the last I heard from him. Then three three weeks later, he completely takes me off of all social media. Ashley, breaking uh, breaking hearts one day. No, 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 not at all, not at all. Ashley was game banging. Wasted your time. So, um, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I mean. Like I said, we talked about. I'm a firm believer that people make time for the things they want to do. So if I, I'm gonna ask you, like if I ask you, see you or you, like oh, we'll get together, and then it don't happen after so many times. Like I'm gonna ask you once or twice, and after that, like because I'm a firm believer, I'm believing that many conveniences. Mm-hmm. Like because if you really want to see me, you like you gonna make time. But I also, but I also don't like the fact that if I tell you, I'll let you know. Well, that's but different. You that's different. Yeah, that's it's different. If we actually made plans to see each other and it just don't happen or something come up or something, like, it's always like some ridiculous excuse or whatever. But then I see you doing everything else. At some point, I'm be like, all right, well, apparently she's only interested in hanging out, and I'm gonna call her today. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But like, did a lot of dudes can't deal with that type of rejection? It's like, nigga, no, like. I'm not about to sit here and drive myself crazy worried about it. She don't want to bother hanging out with me. Just so fucking be it. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, I, no skin on my back. I'm not gonna cry about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so ooh, yeah. Like it's just like I said, a lot of dudes can't take that shit. And it's like, dude, it's not even that fucking serious. It's not. not at all. I, I know it's rough if you really like a girl, but it's like, yo. I mean, you, you'll get you, over it. Because, I mean, yeah. it's, it's been dudes that I had crushes on that did not like me back, and eventually I had no choice but to get over it. Yeah, I mean, it is. Like I said, it, everybody's not going to like you. Everybody's not going to be interested in you. Everybody's not going to want to date you. That's mm-hmm. just the reality of it. People are, people are interested in who they want to be interested in, and they have their right. And if it's not you, then so be it. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, you can, I, I've been in situations where it wasn't reciprocated, and I've also been on the other end of it where um, they liked me and I wasn't. I didn't like them. So mm-hmm. it's just what it is, man. You you're not gonna it's not you're not gonna always mesh with each other. Y'all not gonna have the same feelings about each other, and that's just that's that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But unfortunately, people expect that yo, if I say I like this person and this person doesn't reciprocate that like back, then it's a problem. And it's like no, it's it shouldn't be. It should be just like yo, mm-hmm. I like them and they don't. You know, they just happen to not like me. So it's just what it is, and we keep it pushing. So, I mean, it is what it is. I don't, I, like I said, the whole rejection thing, like, guys don't like, know how to deal with it. Um, I'm not going to even get into Terry, Terry Crews because he's a fucking idiot. He's still out here cooning. Yeah. Um, but what I will Terry say is um, another, my new term for cooning is cruising. 
Cruising? Oh, what? Yep. Cruising. Cruising. Cruising down but, the street in but my spell, school. But spelled by cruise. Oh, like Terry Cruz. Oh, ha! Yeah, yeah. Okay. I my, got new, you my, now. New, I my new, my new, my new, my new, my new cruising. Whenever, whenever I describe Coney, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking Cruising about that cruise. Um, also, um, <laughs> so here's the thing. Lady, lady, okay, white people. White people. Message. Lady Antebellum, or the formal, the group formerly known as, as Lady, Lady Antebellum. Antebellum. So here's the story. In, as, a, as a show of solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement and their understanding that the Antebellum term has connections to slavery, the group Lady Antebellum decided to change their name to Lady A. The problem is... Ah! There is a black woman artist who has been using that name for years. So what they did, they're suing her. Why? Because she ain't giving up the fucking name. It's her name. So white people. Oh, Lord. Here's the thing. I am all for you being an ally. I, I I, I support you in your endeavors to be a proper ally. Yo, so non racist white people. Well, no, if you're no, if you're a legit ally, like not yeah. like caping up for like faking shit. Because <laughs> I have black friends. Ooh, you know, not but people. I just want you to understand that's not the way to be an ally. Nope, nope. She's been using the name for years. Why are you suing her? Right. How the fuck you gonna sue her? Because you you decided to change. You your chose name. to change your name. Why don't you just go by LA? You know, when I start a business. I have to go and see if anybody's using that name. Yes. You know what? Y'all probably should do the same thing. Yeah. I'm instead sure of, what instead of using sure her what, white privilege. Sure wasn't that hard. And it's the, the fact that you are suing her is really the prime example privilege. of white, white privilege. privilege. I just want y'all to know that. And fuck you, Lady Antebellum. Especially when y'all are trying to justify it by saying, well, we want to do something great. Well, you know what something be great no, would be? No, this was not. Find a different name. And that's why country music sucks now. Except Ray Charles. Country music just sucks in general, but um, Ray Charles is the exception. All right. So on the on the last note, because we don't really know if they're gonna find her, and at this point, I don't know if they are. Uh, um, but I want to give our thoughts to Naya, the family of Naya Rivera, mm-hmm. um, including her four year old son. Yeah. Um, she was she was out boating on Lake Piro, um, in California, mm-hmm. and they the people found the the boat with her four year old son and the um in his life jacket and they did not find her apparently they said that she was she was already out on the boat with him and she jumped in her son is saying that mom got in the water and didn't come back so we don't there's no we don't know what's going on we don't know what happened nobody knows at this point they have they have been searching but it's been a few days now and sadly, as wrestling fans, we understand how that goes because we just yeah. had the same situation happen with Gas- um, Shad Gaspard. Right. So, unfortunately, there's no way it's 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 not looking good. But of course, I still am holding out hope that they'll find her um, for the sake of her son at at, at the very least, because it's it's a rough thing to grow up without your mother. Exactly. And and I, in my case, I experienced it as I was older, experiencing this as a four year old. I couldn't imagine. So. With that being said, I, I do hope that she is found. I'm speaking into the universe. Yes. At the same time, I, my thoughts and prayers are with her family and her son. And I hope, and also, on a side note, people in general, women are not their relationships. 
it is not necessary to mention that she dated. She was engaged to Big Sean. Her and Big Sean have been. It's also not. That in, was years. It ago. was years ago. It is also not. In, it is not necessary to mention that the song "I Don't Get I Don't Fuck with You" was about her. Mm-hmm. None of those things are relevant to the fact that was was going on right now. But of course, she was a whole actress before that. She, she has been an actress matters. since she was Hello? a child. Hello, family she matters. Is, she is an actress before that. Glee. She was famous because of Glee, not because she was dating Big, Big Sean. Sean. So again, matter of fact, when she was dating Big Sean, she was probably the more famous person in that group. Uh, he said that. In that relationship. Let's he, be clear. He, he technically said So, with that being said, it is not necessary for when a woman, pa- something happens to a woman, to you not to equate that to the man that she is tied to. I fucking to. hate that. This shit is, it's, it's no different that if something happens to that man, it is not necessary for y'all to go then blame the woman like when Mac Miller died and you fucking started trying to blame Ariana, Ariana Grande. Grande. Oh, then this it has nothing to do did. with her. It was not her job to save his life. She did everything she could and his demons overtook his life. So, again, it is not your place to start to all, all of a sudden. It's always the woman's fault or it's always some tie to a man whenever something happens. This is crazy. It was not Ariana's fault that whatever happened to Mac Miller. And it's also not necessary to tie her to Sean because, again, her and Sean have been together for fuck over five yes. years. He been in two different. Went, he been in two relationships. And she then. got engaged. She had engaged and had a kid. Okay, like, boom. None of this shit is necessary. So y'all need to stop that shit. This, this shit is, is where not, you you need to mind your business. This is the part where it's folks not important. Really need to it's start not important. And I don't want to. I don't want to distract from the overarching part, which but is. But no, we we love you. I wish. Naya, I wish. And we hope that I wish, you come I hope back the to best for her and her family, and I hope she's found. Um, I have other topics, but it's just it, it's we've gone long. We're almost at three hours, and I don't Woo! feel like talking anymore. So, with that being said, I am Will K. The King. This is the Down With The King podcast. You can follow the podcast on Down With The King pod on Instagram, the uh, DWTK pod on Twitter, Down With The King podcast on Facebook. You can also follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram on the, the, the Real Will K. It's T-H-A Real Will K. You can follow Ashley on That's Ashley K-A-Y Yay. on Instagram mm-hmm. and Ashley K-A-Y Evans on Facebook. Um, you can email the podcast down with the king podcast on um, at gmail.com um, we will be back soon um, I thank you guys for listening uh, another long one not as long as the last one but definitely close um, <laughs> but with that record. being said we're signing off till then remember guys you gotta stop that gang banging gang banging alright till then till next time till forever Bye, bitches. Drinking that wine.